WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore is listening. Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. An Arctic freeze continues to blast big parts of the country with sub-zero temperatures. More details from correspondent Julie Walker. The National Weather Service says wind chills are expected to push down temperatures through at least midweek possibly to 30 degrees below zero from the northern Rockies to northern Kansas and into Iowa, testing the hardiness of caucus goers willing to brave the deep chill today. Arctic storms have left at least four dead and knocked out power to tens of thousands in the northwest, brought snow to the south, and walloped the northeast with blizzard conditions, postponing the Buffalo Bills-Pittsburgh Steelers playoff game until today. I'm Julie Walker. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says high wind and heavy snow are creating near-blizzard conditions in her state. We all know, as Western New Yorkers, how dangerous the triple threat is. The triple threat of icy, cold temperature with high winds and uh, the blowing snow and how dangerous that all can be. Uh, Dallas area resident Kaylon Williams told KDFW he was stocking up over the weekend. We had a lot of batteries, candles, uh, warmers. We have like emergency blankets just in case. The storm that hit us a couple years ago was really bad in my area, so the power went out for like a week. Voting is set to begin tonight in IC Iowa as former President Trump eyes a resounding victory there and with a big lead in the polls. Justifiably so, the Iowa caucuses start at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Will all this weather affect him? Polls suggest Mr. Trump enters the day with a massive lead, and his one-time chief rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, is fighting for second place in what could make or break his campaign by tonight. The former United Nations ambassador, Nikki Haley, the only woman in the race, stands in DeSantis's way, and she's been making recent gains. This is SRN News. Retirement Outlook. If your retirement account is mostly stocks or bonds, listen closely. The future of your savings may be more uncertain than ever before. Hi, I'm Paul Stone, CEO of Colonial Metals. The sad truth is our government continues to eat away at our freedoms and security. In economic times like these, run around the flagpole by lunatics in Washington... I look to the most trusted store of wealth in human history, physical gold and silver that you own. At Colonial Metals, we specialize in helping folks with IRAs and 401ks and other retirement accounts move their savings into physical gold and silver. If you'd like a free gold investment kit, give us a call today at 820-800-8000. My team is standing by ready to rush a free gold investment kit to you. You may also qualify for $7,500 in free silver and a free safe. Call 820 8,000 now. That's 820-800-8000. Colonial Metals is not a financial advisor. Consult with your advisor before investing. That's 820-800-8000. Good morning. It's 9.03. I'm Maggie Hunter with the latest headlines from the WCBM Maryland News Center. Baltimore City Police have arrested a suspect in the shooting death of a woman on I-83 North yesterday morning. Police were called to North Exit 3 about 1 o'clock yesterday morning and found inside a car the woman and the suspect identified as 26 seven-year-old Christopher Lee, who was not injured. The woman was allegedly shot during an argument and was rushed to a hospital where she was pronounced dead. Lee was arrested and charged with second-degree murder. A veteran of ports and economic development will take over as director of Maryland Port Administration next month. Jonathan Daniels comes to Baltimore after serving as director and CEO of the port in Broward County, Florida. Daniels is a 30-year veteran of the industry and led a $3 billion expansion plan for Port Everglades. 
The port is located north of Miami and has a $33 billion impact and is one of the busiest container ports in the nation. Sports and the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast next. Do you have a car sitting around you want to get rid of? Then here's a great idea. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Yes, one fast call to the Veteran Car Donation Program and we'll come and remove your car for free. Fast, free towing and 24-hour response. You can donate most cars, trucks or SUVs in most conditions. The proceeds raised goes to help active military, veterans and their families. And you get a tax deduction. All you need to do is make this free call. Get rid of that old car and help the vets. We make it easy. Make this free call now and book your fast and easy pickup. Call the Veteran Donation Program now. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Operators are standing by. Here's the number. 800-404-2750-800-404-2750-800-404-2750. That's 800-404-2750. Ravens assistant head coach defensive line Anthony Weaver has completed his virtual interview for the Atlanta Falcons head coach position. Weaver spent 12 years coaching in the NFL, including one year as the defensive coordinator of the Houston Texans in 2020. Now here's the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast. There's a winter weather advisory until tomorrow morning. The bulk of the snow overnight tonight. Today... Snow amounts an inch or less, 32 the high, 1 to 3 inches of snow overnight, light snow briefly tomorrow morning. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. It's 24 in Westminster, 27 in Kingsville, and 31 in Bel Air. I'm Maggie Hunter, 680 WCBM News. The WCBM studios are sponsored by BetMGM, the convenience of betting without waiting in line. Go to WCBM.com or the WCBM app on your cell phone and register today. It's time to listen to you, the listeners. Go to WCBM.com and vote at WCBM's latest poll. It's fun, fast, and lets us know that you want more from WCBM.com. Baltimore is listening. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and 99.9 FM in Harford County. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy MLK Day. For some of you, happy Snow Day. I'm not in that category. (laughs) As you heard Sean Casey mentioning on the morning drive there uh, during the tease that uh, Buffalo residents are just a different breed. Yes, they are. Oh, I will never forget living in Buffalo, New York. I will blame my parents till the end of time. <laughs> we didn't live there long. We didn't live there long. It was right when we moved from Massachusetts. And I think I told you guys, my dad was an executive at IBM. And uh, we moved around for a little bit uh, in the uh, 80s and early 90s. And I could tell you what, Buffalo, New York was no joke. And when I see school canceled for about an inch or two inches or even three inches, I just think, wow, these people must have never been in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I specifically recall one morning, and we used to walk to school, and uh, my brothers and I, we attended with my younger brother. Uh, school 80 was the name. <laughs> They're all in numbers. And I just remember that the snow was so high. And uh, I was the big sister. And then, of course, had to walk my little brother to school. I was in second grade. He was in preschool. And my friends and I actually had to pick him up 
and throw him over snowbanks because <laughs> he couldn't actually get through them. And I will never forget that. That was the longest morning of my life. <laughs> and uh, I will uh, never let my, my mom specifically uh, live that down because I tell you what, Buffalo... Uh, you couldn't pay me to go back. And you know what's interesting? My mom, not too long ago, she was like, I was thinking of a family trip. Do you want to go back to the Niagara Falls? No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm not going. Go ahead and cancel me. I'm not going. I'm not taking my daughter. No one, no one should have to experience that. And she's like, all right. And of course, whenever we had family come in town, what did they all want to do? Go to Niagara Falls. It was awful. It was windy. It's cold. I hated every second of it. All right. So here in Maryland, it's not as bad. But yes, I still complain. As I said earlier, happy MLK Day. We are going to get into that. Uh, of course, I got a little bit of audio to play for you with his biography. Uh, but don't forget, at 930, we're going to be joined by Delegate Ryan Naraki for the Resistance Report. He's going to give us a rundown uh, for what's going on in Annapolis. And then at 10 o'clock, I do want you to weigh in in regards to the Iowa caucus. Uh, you know, I've been thinking about this. You know, when it comes to the weather there in Iowa, I wonder how many people are actually going to stay home. And I wonder how many of the Trump supporters are going to stay home because they believe that he is going to win this in a landslide, which I still think he's going to win this. And I do believe it's going to be a landslide. But by how much, I think that this weather might have an impact on the numbers. So I want you guys to weigh in. And I want to hear, too, uh, what you're expecting to happen this evening. Uh, what are you expecting to happen? Uh, over the weekend, there was a, a little a back and forth between Vivek Ramaswamy and President Trump and his campaign. But we'll get into that around 10 o'clock. And then at 11, we'll be joined by a friend of mine, uh, Darius Mayfield. This is not his first time, but he's running in uh, New Jersey's Congressional District Number 12. Uh, you know, another inner city, and I know you guys uh, probably know exactly what New Jersey looks like in many different areas, but here's the thing. it's it, The inner cities aren't all the same. They are not all the same. I think it's interesting because Baltimore is very different in the fact that when you look at uh, the amount of money that Baltimore has, right, the streams of revenue that we have, some of the wasted projects like the Hilton Hotel or the Grand Prix. I talk about that sometimes, too. Remember the Grand Prix that they had downtown that Stephanie Rawlings-Blake just swore was going to bring in a ton of money, and it didn't. Uh, but, you know, very different, very different. And we're going to talk to Darius about that and talk to him, obviously, about MLK Day, but then also about what he plans to do and how he plans to win this time around. Uh, because, again, it, it, it's a different case, but, of course, there are some similarities. And when you're looking at even just Baltimore, and I posted this this morning, remember when Democrats, specifically the progressives, they all said that they wanted to get to the root cause of the issue. Remember that talking point? Everybody said it. Kamala Harris, she didn't want to go to the southern border. She said, no, I don't I don't need to go to the border. I'm going to go to South America, and I'm going to figure out the root cause. Meanwhile, uh, the leaders there in Guatemala were actually laughing at her, like literally laughing at her when she said that. But, you know, they don't say that anymore. And I noticed that Mayor Brandon Scott no longer says it. Yet when he was elected in 2020, he talked about getting to the root cause of issues almost every single day. And I have to note, and this is what I posted, it's like they found out that the root cause of so many of these issues when it comes to violence, illegal migration, crime, all of these issues, education, it's poor Democrat policies. It's, it's like they actually got to the root cause and saw a mirror 
right? <laughs> it's like, we could told you that a long time ago. You're the one that wanted to get to the root cause of everything. Well, you are the root cause. So that's no longer a talking point. But we're going to talk about that as well. Back to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, if you've ever listened to the show in the past, you know that I'm a huge fan. And I always said, if, if you know, if I ever got a wish, say a genie in a bottle, which is, of course, this will never happen. But if I ever got a wish to meet three people that have passed away, but that I've always wanted to meet, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is on that list. He's in the top three. And I was very discouraged and quite confused when I saw members of Turning Point and uh, members of Real America News, they were discussing all weekend long on how the civil rights era and their belief was uh, fake news. And I, I looked at this and I'm like, wait a minute, they can't be serious with this. Meanwhile, these are individuals that swear up and down that they support President Trump. So I thought to myself as well, like, even if you thought this, right, even if you thought the civil rights movement is a complete scam, what have you, you have a right to your opinion, even if you thought that, your pick for president currently has the most support from black voters that a Republican has ever had in U.S. history. And you are deciding here for MLK Day to tell everybody that you believe the civil rights movement was a scam? I'm sorry. Do, I mean, like, do you do you not want black votes? Like, what, what are you trying to accomplish with this? This is the part that's frustrating to me. And as I mentioned, Turning Point, lots of people at Turning Point are now sharing this on Twitter. And I'm like, wait, what? And they're supposed to do this. Uh, they're doing some special today that they'll be posting online. I can't wait to see it. But they're talking about how the Civil Rights Era and the Civil Rights Act of 1964 specifically was basically uh, a, a gateway to DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I thought, well, that can't be. And as Sean Casey pointed out this morning, it's DEI is actually the exact opposite of what the intentions of the Civil Rights Act was. And I, I thought they did a fairly good job with it. I really do. You see, the Civil Rights Act protects everybody, not just what you would consider a minority today. It, it protects everyone's civil rights. And I'm, I'm very disappointed in this because I thought here, here I thought we were trying to gain more minority support within the Republican Party. Here I thought that we were trying to get more blacks to vote for President Trump and other Republicans. And here I, I relaunched my pact to try and hopefully do so. Yet my peers here in the Republican Party, <laughs> they're going against all of that. They're basically saying, yeah, Kim, we know you're trying to do this. And, yeah, there are other organizations also trying to do this. But we're going to go ahead and throw a wrench in this with our large platforms. And we're going to tell everybody that that the the history books lied about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And they lied about the civil rights era. Why on earth would anybody do that at a time where President Trump is doing very well with the black voters? Does that make any sense to you? See, these are some of the things that I talk about. We we are like a circling firing squad, number one. Number two, it's almost as if we don't want to win. Have you ever noticed that? We we self-destruct every single time. Do you not want to win? All right, I did have this uh, biography here. It's uh, about four minutes long, but I wanted to just share this bio uh, audio clip that I saw of MLK Jr. It's probably the most accurate one that I found, but take a listen. I have a dream. That one day, this nation will rise up, 
live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Martin Luther King Jr. was born on January 15, 1929, and graduated as the valedictorian of Crozier Theological Seminary in 1951. King became pastor of a Baptist church in Montgomery, Alabama, and later completed his Ph.D. Martin Luther King was a religious man. He was a pastor and looked at racism and all of the the so-called separate but equal laws and the terrible treatment of people of color in the United States. And he said, this is absolutely wrong. This is against God's will. This is not recognizing the dignity of peoples. And he made us all face that in very powerful ways. On the eve of Rosa Parks' refusal to move to the back of a city bus in 1955, King was chosen to lead a citywide bus boycott. Two years later, King and a group of civil rights activists formed the Southern Christian Leadership Conference to conduct nonviolent protests for civil rights. When Martin Luther King led the Alabama boycott, that was a major turning point in the fight for civil rights. What you saw was people who had been fractionized coming together as one, walking together with others joining the fight. This was when people, America, the world, stood up and said, whoa, what are we looking at here? An amazing time. Inspired by Gandhi's activism, King worked with the SCLC to organize black voters and civil rights protests. In 1963, King was arrested at a march in Alabama. During his prison time, King wrote a rebuttal to an article denouncing his methods. His longhand notes on the margins of the newspaper became known as Letter from Birmingham Jail and was famously republished and studied in colleges across the country. Martin Luther King was a man of God who believed that that calling necessitated social change in the present. And he put his life on the line for that calling. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! On August 28, 1963, King led more than 20,000 people in a massive demonstration at the Lincoln Memorial where his speech, I Have a Dream, became a defining moment in civil rights history. Through his work, King helped pass the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and received the Nobel Peace Prize that same year. Martin Luther King, according to Time in 1963, personified uh, the Civil Rights Movement. He took on one of the greatest challenges of his time and was one of the people that most influenced this very transformative time in American history. Although King faced criticism from more militant black leaders, he continued his peaceful efforts toward both racial and economic justice. After delivering his I've Been to the Mountaintop speech at a rally in Memphis, King was assassinated the next day on April 4, 1968, while standing at the balcony of his motel room. King's assassination was, I think, devastating for many people. But there is also a rising level of organization, and many people, King's assassination galvanizes them into many kind of black power movements across the country, many anti-poverty movements. So it's both a moment of despair, but also a moment of political flowering. Posthumously, King was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1977 and a Congressional Gold Medal in 2004. Today, the Martin Luther King Jr. National Holiday continues to be honored on the third Monday of every January. 
All right. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And uh, I will say this is what I believe makes MLK uh, very different from those that consider themselves self-proclaimed civil rights leaders of today. You see, he got his talking points from the Bible, right? He got his talking points from the book of John, the book of Paul, you name it. Nowadays, whether it's Al Sharpton, whether it's Jesse Jackson, whether it's any of those race baiters that consider themselves civil rights leaders, they get their talking points from the DNC. You see the difference? That's the difference. Also, as I said earlier, the Civil Rights uh, Act of 1964, that was supposed to cover and still did cover everyone equally. It was not just covering the minorities, whereas DEI is something totally different. And that is when you're judged based on the color of your skin. Obviously, we see it based on somebody's sexuality and, uh, of course, their race or, or their gender, I should say. And so that's totally different. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., when he was assassinated, you know, we saw the riots here in Baltimore City. We saw riots all across the country. And I think it is at that time there were people that decided we are going to exploit his death for our own gain. That is what I believe happened. I do believe that he was all about the peaceful protest. I do believe that he was all about equality, not equity. And I do believe that there were people that exploited it. They said, oh, they killed this black man. So now, as black people, and again, I will say some of these reverends that stepped up, like Jesse Jackson, they thought, you know what we're going to do? We're now going to extort individuals, especially those with the government, and we're going to say, this is how you're going to repay us for the assassination of MLK Jr. I don't think he wanted it to go that way at all. If you look at the history, if you look at what he fought for, I can guarantee you, if he were alive today, he probably, most likely, would not even be friends with Reverend Al Sharpton or Reverend Jesse Jackson or any of those individuals. Okay? Many of them are snakes. I don't see MLK Jr. as the same. And so, like I said, I was very disappointed to see uh, somebody post from people that I consider uh, colleagues and friends that are comparing him to those individuals because they are not the same. They're not the same. It kind of breaks my heart just a little bit. All right. If you want to weigh in on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., you can do so. 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. I wanted to just pay uh, tribute to the man today. Uh, coming up next, uh, of course, we're going to be joined by Delegate Ryan Iraqi soon. He's got the resistance report for us. But I did want to ask, how many th- how many people do you believe, Americans to be specific, identify as Democrats today? I think this number is going to shock you. We'll discuss coming up next. Maryland Elite Firearms in Finksburg is family owned and operated for over 30 years. You'll always receive friendly and courteous service at Maryland Elite. They stock all your favorite manufacturers and have a large selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. Great prices at MarylandEliteFirearms.com. Shop local. It was a well-paying job, respectable, wearing a suit and tie every day. But I drank 24-7. Drink on the way to work drink at work. I never could come to terms with admitting that I had an alcohol problem or a pill problem. I decided to get clean and so I went to the knock on program. Not only did I handle my drug addiction, I completely knew how to live life. Call Narconon today at 877-959-0098. That's 877-959-0098. WCBM reaches all types of entrepreneurs, businesses, associations, and specialists. Now is your chance to explain live, by way of your own radio show, exactly how your business or association can benefit the WCBM listener through block time. 
You control the dialogue. You control the subject matter. You control your own results. This is a great opportunity that WCBM can give to you. For more information, call 410-580-5231. The Rob Carson Show. A plaintiff attempted to argue that they suffered emotional injury as a result of the breach of the U.S. <laughs> so one person watching news coverage experienced emotional injury and decides to take Donald Trump off of the ballot while watching the events unfold on television, on the radio, and in various publications <laughs> and filed the lawsuit to take him off the ballot for everybody because of their emotional distress. The Rob Carson Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right, I was just paying tribute to uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. As I said, so many times, if I ever had the opportunity and I had like a genie in the bottle, right? Obviously, this is very impossible. It wouldn't happen. But uh, he would be on my list, the top three of somebody that I always wanted to meet. You know who else is on that list? Interesting enough, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. I got to meet him. I got. <laughs> I know. Now, somebody that is still alive today that I do want to meet, Stevie Wonder. Is that ever going to happen? I don't know. I hope I'm not running out of time. I got a text here from Keith that says, Kim, it only makes sense if they're referring to affirmative action, not the Civil Rights Act itself. Uh, affirmative action was setting, quote, goals and timetables for hiring and promotions in the federal government that was based entirely on skin color and gender. Although not strictly a quota system, the only way that managers could meet these goals was through a DEI-type hiring and promotion system. TPUSA might need a history lesson. Yeah, Keith, and I, you know what, if, if they just said affirmative action... Then I say I would say okay maybe they want to you know that's a conversation right having a dialogue you can have that discussion sure but but they specifically said the Civil Rights Act and I was like wait a minute what and I agree with you I think they need a, a history lesson and I didn't want to get all you know angry and emotional and upset because that was on my list here as, as New Year's resolution 2024 to to calm it down a little bit on on social media but I was not happy when I saw it not at all I've got uh, Alice in Catonsville Alice good morning you want to weigh in. Good morning. Yes, hey, Kim, on this beautiful, snowy yeah. Monday. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I have to say that um, that the I Have a Dream speech was given about a month before I was born, and that honestly helped shape my generation, you know, all the people that were born at about that time. And it was, it was beautiful, and it was wonderful, and it, we embraced that, and right right off the start, right right off the bat, right in the beginning. But I did want to mention that you had been saying something about the fact that, um, you know, there are people that have been exploiting his assassination in 1968. Yeah. Um, and I, and I want to say that one of the very first people to do that was Jesse Jackson, who was right there and smeared Martin Luther King's blood on himself, on his shirt, and then wore that shirt for several weeks yeah. after the assassination and went around saying, look what they did and all this. And, and I just I, I, I find that pretty appalling for him to do that. And I don't think that was very respectful to Martin Luther King Jr. And it's a, it was a shame. It's a shame to see. 
Yeah, no, Alice, thank you so much for bringing that point up because I forgot about that. But but I agree with you. I think that's exactly what happened. And maybe that's why it's muddying the waters here for the next generation. Perhaps they think that uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was similar to people like Jesse Jackson. But uh, as you pointed out, and so many other people, that was nowhere near the case. And it was so sad to see so many exploit his death uh, for financial gain. And, and I really do believe he lost a true hero. It really would have been lovely for him to have been around for the next 50 years. And, you know, we could have learned so much more from him. I mean, no man's perfect. He had his flaws. There are things that, you know, I I don't really approve of, of the things that, you know, some of the things he did. But, like I said, nobody's perfect. And, um, you know... But there, there is a lot of good that could have been learned from him for decades. Absolutely, and, and I hope we, I hope we continue to do that. So thank goodness we do have a day to definitely honor him and and remember him and what he did. Yeah, no, Alice, I appreciate you, and I agree one hundred percent. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. And Alice brought up a great point there. I forgot about what Jesse Jackson did. I, you know, it's just it's so. Gosh, it it really is interesting how that all shaped up afterwards. And it, it, it makes you think of, because remember, the, the riots here uh, happened in Baltimore City in 1968 after his death. But if you think about the riots in 2015, how many people exploited the death of Freddie Gray for financial gain? Many people. We found out after the fact that uh, President Barack Obama, along with the late Elijah Cummings, they put millions upon millions of dollars in that Penn North Corridor. You could go down there today and see that a single dime looks like that it hit the ground. But you had all these people come in, and they had all these nonprofits, and they were like, we can do this for the kids and this for the kids. They're no longer there. They came in, took the money, rolled out. That's what happened in the Penn North Corridor. That's one of the reasons why I ran for office. And as we explained it to people, and I'm glad that we flipped so many voters in the, the West uh, Baltimore area, but those that exploited that whole situation, of course, they're the ones that are putting out hit pieces and saying, oh, Kim Clayson can't do this, right? Because they know exactly what they did. They know what they did. Very sad indeed. Very sad. Uh, but you know what? We go on. Again, I did want to tell you, the leading report has a new poll out. How many Americans identify as Democrats today? I will give that answer to you on the way back. Also, we'll be joined by Delegate Ryan Naraki. He's given us the resistance report. How close are they in the legislature to raising our taxes? It's a good question, isn't it? We'll discuss all that more coming up next. Well, that's our news. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Millions of Americans face below zero temperatures as weekend storms bring more Arctic air and snow to several states around the country. People in New York dealing with high winds in Buffalo and freezing temperatures could also go as low as 70 below zero in some western states, according to the National Weather Service. The first in the nation presidential caucus has arrived after months and months of campaigning and voters are expected to turn out, but sub-freezing temperatures could play a role in the Iowa caucuses 
as well. Uh, many people in the U.S. are at risk of actual uh, physical danger because of just how cold it is. European markets have opened lower while Asian markets were mostly higher as we got off to a mixed start. U.S. markets will be closed for Martin Luther King Day, and that is an official holiday in this country, but not affecting those overseas markets. This is SRN News. You grew up believing liberty and freedom were privileges of being an American citizen, and you were right. But somehow that's changed. Crime has become so much a part of our society today that we don't even want to walk out of our home for fear of being a victim. That's why Free State Safety Training was created. They offer instructional courses in categories such as situational awareness, carjacking, and an active shooter situation. If you're a business owner or individual, you're concerned for your safety and employee safety. If you own a delivery service, you're concerned for your driver's safety at the hands of a potential carjacking. Free State Safety Training offers courses designed to increase your sense of awareness to danger and how to respond to it. Take your freedom back and inquire today. For more course information, go to freestatesafetytraining.com, freestatesafetytraining.com. We saw some snow early this morning. There's more light snow for the afternoon. It will amount to an inch or less today. 32, the high. More widespread, heavier snow tonight, another 1 to 3 inches possible overnight. Light snow early tomorrow and then dry Less than an inch of new snow tomorrow, but it's still cold 35 tomorrow. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Hi, this is Sean Casey. You've heard me speak about my good friend Mark McVeary, the reverse mortgage man, for years. If you're a homeowner 62 years and older and you're seeing credit cards or other debts piling up or it's just becoming more difficult to live on your fixed income, you need to give Mark a call. Mark has been helping our listeners for years. If you need extra cash, give Mark McVeary of Reverse Mortgage Answers a call. 410-788-7070. That's 410-788-7070. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we're fighting against childhood cancer every day. At the heart of this battle are our donors. Most of us want to make some type of difference in the lives of others. St. Jude does miraculous work. The fact that no one has to pay, it's a place where everyone is treated as an equal. Everybody is welcome here, and it doesn't matter your religion or what part of the world you're from. All that is taken away. It just gives you some hope. It's just a nice feeling to put your energy into something that really does genuinely make a difference in a child's life. There's just no greater gift. If we have the ability to help, then we have a responsibility to help. Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Find out how you can help at stjude.org. Sean Hannity. I don't think this is the plan that David Weiss originally had. As a matter of fact, it was not. You know, there's always been an effort here. Let us be clear. They don't really care about Hunter Biden. This came out in the last two weeks that, hmm, well, we wonder if Hunter is going to be the sacrificial lamb in all this. It's not about Hunter. It's always been and continues to be about protecting Joe Biden as president. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on Talk Radio 680, WCBM. All right. 
Yes, we got a really great show uh, for you today on MLK Day. For those of you that are enjoying the day off, thank you so much for tuning in. I know you have options, and you're here tuning in to WCBM. If you ever lose any kind of signal in your car, don't forget you can download the app. In the app store it is free. Just type in WCBM. You can also text me through that app in the text line, and then we're also on Spotify, Amazon Echo, and Tune In. And then, of course, you can stream it live from WCBM.com as well. But I want to talk about Annapolis. Ugh. You know what? We get to talk about Annapolis often, but we never have any insight, right, and expertise on the matter. And so now we have the Resistance Report, which I'm very excited about. This is the second week in a row, joined by Delegate Ryan and Rocky. First of all, good morning, Delegate. Thank you for coming out in the snow. Good morning, Kim. Thank you for having me. I really am excited to, to do this every week or every other week whenever Kathy and I are kind of rotating. It's so exciting. No, we appreciate you. So first and foremost, I got to ask, how was the first week of work? <laughs> you know, it, it is uh, what was expected, right? Okay. I, I get down, I get to work with a lot of people that have uh, very different ideas uh, about the world than you and I do. Um, you know, we have already introduced, uh, I think it's almost 500 bills have been introduced in Annapolis. Um, and I'll highlight bill number one for you. So House Bill Number One, HB One, which is a good signal of, of kind of what they're thinking about usually, uh, is a tax bill. I know that that's going to shock you, Kim. That, that yeah. the first thing that's on the agenda is a tax bill. Uh, so that's that's what Annapolis looks like right now. We've got um, tax bills. You know, I sit on the Environment and Transportation Committee. Um, about a third of the pre-filed bills are with respect to housing policy, and so I'm on the housing subcommittee. Oh, nice. Um, the governor has a very, very, very aggressive uh, housing agenda. Yeah. Um, that probably most of your listeners would not agree with, right? Uh, you know, moving um, affordable housing projects to the front of the line with no zoning review and things like that and just moving it right up and, and you know, all that sort of stuff. So those are the kinds of things. That's what the first week in Annapolis uh, looks like. And I've been reading through all these great bills that I see, you know, coming from some of my colleagues. They're great. It's probably not the right word. Not so great bills is, is a better word for what I see happening in Annapolis. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I saw that housing situation coming down the pipeline. I thought, here we go. And I noticed that uh, Baltimore County Executive Johnny O is trying to bypass County Council yes. to make sure some of this goes through. We could talk about that another day, but uh, the 500 bills. Um, let me just see. Hopefully, a couple of those bills uh, was to repeal what we have on the books as far as juvenile crime. Is that, is that the case? A- absolutely. Um, I co-sponsored um, six different bills last week dealing with uh, several of these issues with respect to, to juvenile crime and crime in general. Um, another bill that I co-sponsored was um, one that we talked about last week to make stealing a handgun a felony as well. Um, so, so yes, they're not all not all the 500 bills are, are bad bills. There are good bills out there. Uh, Delegate Chalega's bill to, to save girls sports, for instance, was, was dropped as well. There's, there's a bunch of, of good bills also. So uh, the question is, uh, will those bills get to see the light of day? You know, they, they'll probably get a hearing, but but do they get a vote? You know, that sort of thing. Uh, so that's where, you know, we need folks to come down and testify and do those kinds of things that we talked about last week to to make sure that these bills do see the light of day, some of these good bills. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point real quick. I don't think people realize the process. Sure. So when they come down to Annapolis, because it's not... It, it's not this overwhelming process, I think, as people believe that it is, because you come down, you kind of just like kind of sign in, you know exactly what here you're going to. Um, just explain it in case some people want to get involved. Sure, absolutely. So it is um, a multi-step process for a piece of legislation to become law. The first part of that process is in the committee process. So in the House, we've got six committees. Um, each bill gets assigned to a committee, uh, and you can sign up to testify either in, in favor or not in favor of a particular bill. Um, and we've actually made it easier. Uh, so in the past. You know, but pre-COVID, you had to 
always be there in person to right. testify. Now you can actually sign up uh, virtually as well to testify. Oh, right. So you know, as as conservatives and as Republicans, we all work, right? We you know, so it's very hard <laughs> yes. for, for us to get down to Annapolis. Uh, you know, we're not the sort of the, the paid lobbying group that exists, you know, for for the Democratic Party down there. So uh, you know, it's it's much easier now to testify. Uh, you do have to though register two days in advance before that particular bill is being heard in a committee. Um, and it does have an impact. I can tell you that the bills where people show up in big numbers and they testify, it makes them think twice about it, even if they are you know, ready to kind of move it forward. It, it might make it where a bad bill becomes a little bit less bad. Not, you know, It still might move forward, but it can help kind of shape the discussion on the bill to make it not quite as bad. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. So two days in advance... Uh, for signing up to testify, I hope and I really do pray because I heard Crystal Gonzalez, the uh, the woman that lost her daughter at the Brooklyn Day Massacre, she said a couple of different times in interviews that she was going to go to Annapolis and testify. I think that her testimony has been very powerful. Every time I see her on television, like I want to cry just you know listening to her story. Such a good mom. Uh, so I hope she shows up because I think that would help a lot of the bills that Republicans are putting forth, including your bills. Uh, I did want to get back to HB one. Explain that one to us. Yeah, so um, we've decided in Annapolis that we don't tax uh, enough things, uh, or we don't tax them enough, (laughs) right? So this is, we've dubbed this one the paint tax. So for anyone that is going to, uh, you know, go be purchasing paint at at Home Depot or Lowe's or, you know, wherever you purchase your paint, uh, if this bill moves forward, uh, we're going to create this elaborate uh, stewardship uh, program is what it's called inside of the bill, and we're going to tax paint more. Um, So as if we're not already uh, taxing things enough, uh, you know, because pain is somehow inherently dangerous, you know, you know oh that sort of gosh. thing. Yeah. So we've got to, we've got to have a, a, a stewardship program. We've got to tax it. Uh, but really what it is, Kim, is it's just another money grab. That's, that's ultimately what all of these things get down to in Annapolis is how can we get more money uh, out of, you know, the taxpayers' pockets to fund, you know, whatever special project that someone has, you know, the red line, for instance, or, you know, those kinds of, of projects. Yeah, well, it, it, this is interesting because we already have an issue when it comes to the housing market, but they want to tax paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's make just, it more expensive yeah. uh, to purchase homes, to sell a home, you know, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, you're thinking about flipping a vacant home in Baltimore City, and now you're like, oh, well, well get my paint uh, tax together oh, on top there, of it. Are there vacant homes in Baltimore City, Kim? Well, I thought there were. <laughs> I thought there were close to 15,000 of them. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the number changes all the time. People lie about it all the time. I mean, it's wild to me, uh, but so you you do believe that this is obviously it's going to be a priority. You believe this is going to fly through anytime that they make it bill number one. So, for instance, last year, you know, on the Senate side, a bill that everyone's familiar with, SB one, was the you know the the unconstitutional uh, you know handgun bill. Yeah. Um, that obviously that flew through, right? So, anytime yeah. that they make bill number one, it's a signal. On the House side, last year, it was HB one was to put um, uh, abortion on the ballot in Maryland this year. So, anytime that a bill is number one. It is a clear signal that the leadership is going to push that bill through, uh, you know, no matter what happens, no matter what the, the, the public outcry might be. Now, that doesn't mean that we still shouldn't show up and, and testify against these kinds of things, because right. maybe we can make it a little bit better. But I, I strongly believe that that, ca- that bill is going to sail through uh, the legislature, unfortunately. <sighs> I swear. I wish we had the majority as Republicans, but I know it's tough. You guys are doing a great job up there. If you're just joining us, we're speaking to Delegate Ryan Iraqi. This is the Resistance Report. We'll have it every Monday at 9.30 a.m. between Delegate Naraki and also Delegate Kathy Shalega. Uh, the decency agenda. What's going on with that? 
Yeah, so we got a um, first day was of course last Wednesday. Um, it's the second Wednesday of every month at, 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 at of every January at high noon, right? So we got there, and you know it's kind of a uh, a day where there's a lot of speeches. And the speaker, Speaker Adrian Jones, um, gave uh, her speech once she started the session, and she talked about her decency agenda. And essentially, what the decency agenda is is that um, they believe that that conservatives like us want to uh, unreasonably ban books uh, inside of schools. So this is to to stop. Um, you know, people from banning books inside of schools. Um, you know, I went to a, a breakfast a couple weeks ago with the Teachers Association in Baltimore County, and they were saying, you know, big bad Republicans want to ban things like Dr. Seuss inside of schools. And of course, none of that's true. It's the Democrats that are banning these books. Yeah. The books that we're talking about, you know, looking at are, frankly, they're pornographic of what they want to, to show and what they actually already are showing inside of schools, right? It's, it's uh, pornographic books showing uh, sexual acts between, in some cases, grown men and, and young boys and things like that, graphic images of it. Um, I just don't think that, you know, a kindergartner needs to see that inside of a school. I, I can't understand. I mean, I have a kindergartner, right? It, right. You know, I, I don't know how that helps him, uh, you know, learn or, you know, participate better in the world. Right. Um, and that's so they, they want to make sure that we don't ban any of those kinds of books or have any sort of age restrictions in public libraries or anything like that. Um, yeah. Which is just it's silly to me. So what's next? Are we going to ha- allow Hustler or Playboy inside of schools? I mean, I'm pretty sure the Democrats wouldn't care. Um, <laughs> what's interesting also is that these are the same Democrats that look and see that in Baltimore City and Speaker Adrian Jones, I mean, she can see these numbers for, four, for sure. Uh, out of one, what was it, 23 schools had uh, zero kids proficient in reading? Meanwhile, these kids, these kids can't even read these books that they're fighting for. And I'm like, <laughs> like what? first, you should probably get them on par to read some of these books. Uh, but that's their first priority is to make sure those those books are available. And I noticed a lot of those books have pictures in it. They do. I, I know graphic, that. Graphic pictures. And, and to your point, you know, um, in our district, a, a lot of children go to Parkville High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the it's the math magnet school for Baltimore County. Uh-huh. You know, last year in, in that school, there were two students that were proficient in math at the math magnet school. So maybe we should focus on that kind of stuff, right? Right. I bet you uh, I bet you the Chinese are focused on those kinds of things, right? Not not whether we could, you know, have pornographic materials being shown to kindergartners. No, I agree with you. Uh, again, we're joined by Delegate Ryan DeRocky. If you want to call, you can. It's 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. I do have a caller here online. Delegate. Uh, it looks like it has to do with SB1. I got Tom in Kaysville. Tom, did you have a question for the delegate? Well, I'm, it's a comment, and it, but it's a, it's a suggestion, too. Um, I, I think it's very telling that their first bill has to do with raising taxes. We all know that if we personally were facing a financial crisis, we could find uh, a few things that we could cut or cut back on to make it easier on our budget. But they don't consider that. It's very telling. People should understand. They don't really care about saving you money. They really don't. And the suggestion I want to make is that when you come on and you're talking about these things, if you could come up with some real numbers and say, you know, we've gone through the budget and we found programs that aren't necessary that add up to X number of dollars, and if we could cut back X number of dollars, from the budget, that would save you and then give a specific amount on, say, property tax or income tax, because people don't understand exactly how it rolls up to them. But if they could see where cutting this number of millions back cuts my property tax by 20%, I think you'd get a lot more people on board. 
Yeah, no, that's a great idea. And in fact, we are actually pulling, uh, we're, we're combing through what we think the budget is going to look like. We don't have the budget yet. Uh, but once the, once that budget is kind of presented, we will have a bunch of suggested items, uh, that we think are unnecessary spending inside of the budget. You're absolutely right. You know, in the past decade or so, the budget has doubled in Maryland, right? I don't know anybody else that, you know, in their business or in their personal life that has seen, uh, their finances double. Uh, but in Annapolis, we have, it is not a, uh, uh, it is a spending problem. That's it. It's not a. It's not a money problem. It's a spending problem in Annapolis. You're right. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate that. I got another question here from Marty before we move on. Delegate. It says last year the governor shifted money from the transportation fund to schools. Then the legislator increased the money transferred to education. How much money will be rated from transportation to the schools and other places? Uh, we are already looking at a $3 billion deficit in transportation. Yeah, so that's a that's a great question. So we're supposed to have a transportation trust fund, almost a lockbox in Maryland, uh, but it's not. Uh, you know, we pay when, when all of us go fill up our car at the, at the pump, you know, the gas taxes, it goes into that transportation trust fund, which is supposed to be for roads and bridges and things like that. Uh, but they have been rating that trust fund for years. Um, that's why, frankly, we have uh, structurally deficient bridges and things like that. And, and a good chunk of that money that, that all of us that drive on the roads, uh, more than 50% of that ends up going to subsidize mass transit uh, in, in Baltimore City and other places uh, around the state. Um, so, I mean, I wish that we had a real lockbox and that that money actually had to stay there. But, but unfortunately, I don't see us being able to get that pass in Annapolis where that money stays uh, inside of that trust fund because it becomes a piggy bank for them for other programs oh, yeah. uh, like, like mass transit, but other things as well. Yeah, it'll be a slush fund immediately. Uh, that came in from Marty, by the way. Also, uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit about this uh, this discrimination in Montgomery County. Uh, this is a disturbing story, but I wanted you to explain because I don't know if the audience heard about this yet. Yeah, so uh, there is a... Uh, comic convention in Montgomery County that is being held at one of the, I think it's in Germantown, at one of the public libraries, right? So it is at a public building, public facility, you know, that sort of thing. And in order to participate in the convention, vendors are asked to um, identify what uh, whether they're a man or a woman, uh, what race they are, and they're charged different amounts based upon whether they're a man or a woman, uh, or if they are uh, black or white. Um, in fact, uh, for the, uh, they took it off their site, but originally it said for regular people, which was white people, uh, you pay this amount, a higher uh, amount. And for uh, individuals that are black or if they're a woman, they pay less. I mean, this is insane. This is a government program uh, or government building, government institution treating people differently based upon their sex, based upon their race. Uh, You know, it's MLK Day, right? Do do you think that MLK would really say uh, it's appropriate uh, to do that? And and it's it's clearly not appropriate, but it's, it's more than not appropriate. It's illegal, right? Right. I mean, we have this whole little thing called the Equal Protection Clause inside of the 14th Amendment that says you can't treat people differently uh, based upon the color of their skin or their, you know, their gender or whatever the case might be. And this is what uh, Montgomery County is doing. So uh, my colleagues and I, there's, there's a, a, a group of us inside of the House that have sent a letter uh, to the Hate Crimes uh, Commission for uh, the state of Maryland, and, and we're asking them to investigate this. Um, and we're also going to follow up with the Attorney General as well, because there is just something uh, amiss here. It's it's clearly not right to, to charge people different amounts based upon the color of their skin. No, not I mean, at all. It's, it's a poll tax. It's whatever you want to call it. It's, it's right. all those things. 
Right. And, well, so was there names on this group who decided to come up with this? Do you know? Yeah, it's like the Montgomery County Comic Con or something like that. Is the Comic Con? Comic Con. So it's a private wow. group, but even yeah. private groups are not. You know, it's not legal for private organizations also to say we're going to charge, but they're doing it in government buildings, which makes it even worse. Right. Right. And and you know the the county is is saying that's okay. Montgomery County is saying that's okay to do that. Well, I think Doug, you're hitting on a what will probably be a national story. Absolutely. I would Absolutely. I hope it is. It should yeah. be. It, it absolutely should be. I mean, it's 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 disgusting. Uh, and, you know, I've got my uh, concerns about the Hate Crime Commission in Maryland to start with. <laughs> right. But we'll see if they actually do what they're supposed to do, because this seems to be exactly what something like this was created for. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to protect everyone. Yeah. Wow. See, so many of these stories get past many of us uh, because a lot of people don't make a big deal about it. But I appreciate you doing so because this is this is wrong. It's discrimination. You're right. MLK would not stand for it. Coming up next, if you want to weigh in or ask the delegate a question, you can. It's 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. And then we'll also be talking about uh, Marylanders United Slate Survey. Uh, we'll get into that coming up next with Delegate Ryan Araki. Ronald Reagan took this country from the depths of inflation in the 1970s to economic prosperity in just a few years' time. He knows a thing or two about saving a country in distress. And now you can get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. All qualified callers who call the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco, this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD and get yours free while supplies last. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. They're a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. Call them today at 855-815-GOLD and get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. Hey, it's Bruce Elliott. Tim Kyle Electric is thrilled to announce Tim Kyle Electric is now Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling. They've expanded their expertise to HVAC services. Now, for years, they have been a trusted name in the electrical industry, serving residential and commercial clients with excellence and dedication. Now, they're proud to bring their wealth of experience and exceptional service to homes that are looking for HVAC services. As the seasons change, it's more important than ever to ensure your home is equipped with reliable heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems. And with Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling... They're here to cater to your needs, ensuring comfort and peace of mind for you and your family. The cold weather is here, so call Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling for all your electrical and HVAC solutions. Call 410-876-9404, 410-876-9404, or at timkylecompany.com. 410-876-9404, or timkylecompany.com. Tim Kyle Electric Heating and Cooling. Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. A lot can happen in an hour. We'll update you at the top of it. These are important moments, and this is news. Minutes away. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. The views and opinions you hear on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and WCBM.com are not necessarily those of the owners, management, employers, and advertisers of WCBM.
but they should be. This portion of Kim Krasik Live is sponsored by the law offices of Michael A. Friedman, representing injury victims for over 35 years, on the web at maflaw.com. All right, good morning. If you're just joining us, we're speaking to Delegate Ryan Rocky. And again, uh, he's going to be here, or sometimes it could be Delegate Kathy Shalega, but they're going to be updating us every Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. here on Kim Classic Live. It's called the Resistance Report, so you don't want to miss it, because we want to make sure we know exactly what's going on in Annapolis. I got a text here from Firefighter John. He says, Kim, I think the tax on paint is a way to get more money from the working class people. The poor don't have the money to paint their homes, so it won't affect them. It is doing more to get the middle class and upper class to pay more in taxes. I think uh, Firefighter John is correct in that one. Uh, Before the break, Delegate, we were talking about the Marylanders United Slate Survey. If you could give us a little explanation on that one. Sure. So uh, Marylanders United is a uh, group of what I would call kind of the... uh the conservative members of, of our House Caucus, right? So Marylanders United is, is a group of about seven or eight of us. Um, similar to another organization, I can't use their name because we haven't paid to use their name, but uh, it, folks would recognize it, the U.S. House as well, that has kind of led the charge uh, from the conservative flank to change uh, policy. Um, and so we have a survey. It's on, our, on, on my social media right now on Facebook and um, uh, Instagram. We're, we also have it inside of my newsletter uh, that's asking things like, what do you think is the top issue uh, facing Marylanders, right? What is it? Crime? Is it taxes? You know those sorts of things. Um, it's it has a question actually asking about the transportation trust fund. We talk about how there's a big shortfall inside of the transportation trust fund. Um, so we have had literally uh, we we released it last week. Uh, our group of eight of us. Uh, we've had thousands of people take the survey, but we want more to take it because it helps us in Annapolis be able to go and say, look, we've got a response from you know ten thousand people here, and they are opposed to this or they believe that the number one issue facing us is crime. What are we going to do about it? We need to do something about it. So it, it does help us, uh, frankly, shape policy in Annapolis. There are it's strength in numbers, uh, not just in terms of you know showing up and testifying, but when we can point to data points like this, that helps uh, with the conversation in Annapolis. I'm not saying all of a sudden that we're now going to become Florida or Texas and you know we're going to use some of that magical thinking that the Democrats have and, and change everything, um, but we are going to. It allows us to fight harder down there in Annapolis. Yeah, and I'm going to share the uh, link to the survey on my social media pages uh, coming up in the next break in case you guys want to look at it. It's also on your social media pages as well, right? It is. Okay, great. So it's on Delegate Ryan Iraqi's Facebook page? Yep. It's uh, Ryan from Maryland. Is Ryan from Maryland. Well, we talked about this last week. How, yep. the, how the heck did you get that name, Ryan I, from Maryland? I have <laughs> no idea how that was still alive <laughs> yeah. or around to, to exist for, for me to take it. I mean, yeah. you would think that someone would have grabbed that up at some point. Same with the Delegate Kathy Schlegel. Yeah, I don't absolutely. know how you guys did it. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, All right. right. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Also, before you go, uh, uh, Baltimore County Executive Johnny O, really quickly, I heard this disturbing news this morning that he is trying to bypass county council altogether yes if you could explain to people really quickly because this sounds like a dictatorship that i have never seen absolutely so it would take council approval out of um, certain zoning processes which they have now you know they have complete control over that process so it would allow him to do it unilaterally uh, affordable housing unilaterally
laterally at places uh, like commercial centers, like uh, White Marsh Mall, for instance, is one that comes to mind, right? There's been a big discussion over the past yep. couple of months about putting more uh, or, or putting apartment complexes at White Marsh Mall. That one would potentially be on the table uh, without council feedback or approval. Um, that will East Point Mall, places like that would be, you know, potentially on the table here. That dovetails completely with uh, the governor's agenda, which would allow for basically an expedited zoning process for affordable housing at places like this as well. Uh, and anywhere the governor, his agenda, it says anywhere that's around kind of a, a bus line or, or a mark train line or things like that automatically kind of gets like almost a pre-approval in that process. So you put those two together, it's really, uh, really dangerous. And of course, it's the neighborhoods that, you know, don't have the infrastructure yeah. to accommodate these things than where they would all end up. Yeah, we're going to get into that more tomorrow. Doug at Ryan or Rocky, thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, if people want to follow you, they go to obviously Facebook, Ryan for Maryland, but where else can they follow you? Same thing on Instagram. I don't know how I got that there as well, um, <laughs> but I have that there also. Uh, and then RyanNaraki.com is the website. That's where you can sign off for our newsletter and you know all that sort of stuff. So, Well, Delgate, thank you for filling us in. Uh, we'll be talking to Delgate Kathy Shalega, I guess, next Monday at 930 a.m. Thank yes. you so much. Thanks, Kim. life of a small business owner keeping the lights on calling all the shots checking all the boxes but don't be fooled by all that income it's still about waking up too early interrupting your life with that thing that is your small business and then there's workplace accidents people are busy they're distracted they're tired and they always have something new to deal with 500 degree ovens, fresh concrete in a three foot trench, relentless thorns in a bouquet of bougainvilleas, rusty nails, clouds of sawdust. Danger lurks around every corner. What are workers going to do? How can your employees feel like they're covered in case of an accident? Despite your best efforts, workplace accidents can happen, but there is an easy way to keep your employees covered. Talk to your agent about workers' comp coverage from Pi or go to piinsurance.com and get a quote. Safety first, then Pi Insurance. Individual rates, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to policy terms and conditions. Not available in all states and situations. WCDM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore is listening. Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Millions of Americans face below zero temperatures as weekend storms bring more Arctic air and snow, including people dealing with high winds like these in Buffalo, New York. Governor Kathy Hochul. Wind gusts were predicted to be 35 to 40 miles an hour. Uh, they are no, now gusting up to 50 miles an hour. What that means, whiteout conditions, limited or no visibility, and again, very, very dangerous on our roads. The first in the nation presidential caucus has arrived after months and months of campaigning. Republican presidential candidates spent their final weekend in Iowa urging supporters to brave brutally cold temperatures to vote in today's first nominating contest. The icy weather is raising questions about voter turnout, even in a Midwestern state accustomed to harsh winters. Donald Trump heads into the evening caucuses with a 28-point lead over Nikki Haley, according to the latest Des Moines Register NBC News Iowa poll. Greg Clugston, 
Washington. And the sub-freezing temperatures are putting millions of Americans at risk in several different states. In South Portland, Maine, resident Ryan Hudmacher told WGME-TV it was emotional for some people who saw the historic fishing shacks built back in the 1800s swept away after a record high tide of nearly 15 feet. As I was walking by an older woman who was probably in her 70s, she was pretty broken up. She said this was her childhood had just been erased. So for the fact that I've only been tied to them for a couple months, just moving to South Portland, I can imagine that they're pretty important to the rest of the community, too. The National Weather Service said Sunday wind chills could plummet as low as minus 70 degrees in Montana and the Dakotas. European markets have opened lower. Asian markets mixed. U.S. markets closed for the Martin Luther King Day holiday. More from townhall.com. Our government has engorged itself on borrowed money. Now we are over $30 trillion in debt. If this bubble finally implodes, many Americans will be left penniless and heartbroken. For example, what happens if state and federal pension funds go broke? Or if 401ks and IRAs get cut in half due to hyperinflation? Hi, I'm Lance Molnow, news analyst, best-selling author, and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. People who understand something big is coming. Now's the time to prepare with a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Precious metals are among the most proven hedges you can make. And they're even better inside a tax advantage account. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached, so just text FAITH to the number 989898 right now, and I pray you are blessed with continued prosperity. Good morning, it's 10.03. I'm Maggie Hunter with the latest headlines from the WCBM Maryland News Center. The mayor says today's Martin Luther King Day parade is being canceled due to the inclement weather. Officials are looking at a future date. Check for more information on Mayor Scott's Facebook. Former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan says he believes GOP presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is the Republican Party's strongest possible nominee. Speaking on a television program, Hogan pointed to recent polls that show Haley as a 17-point favored over President Biden, compared with former President Trump, who holds only a two-point edge over Biden. Baltimore police are investigating the explosion of what they describe as devices and another one that remained intact on Guilford Avenue near Penn Station yesterday morning. The police bomb squad and arson squad responded to the incident. And fire officials say seven people are recovering from injuries suffered in what's described as a cultural ceremony involving a fire pit. The incident happened yesterday on DeSoto Road. Sports in the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast next. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, you'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing full-arch Teeth Express teeth-in-a-day implant treatment helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road 
to better health and a happier smile. The Baltimore Blast defeated the Harrisburg Heat 5-3 on Saturday afternoon. Baltimore advances their record to four wins and four losses, while the Heat fall to zero wins and nine losses. And Ravens assistant head coach defensive line Anthony Weaver has completed his virtual interview for the Atlanta Falcons. Now here's a look at the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast. There's a winter weather advisory until tomorrow morning. The bulk of the snow overnight tonight. Today, snow amounts an inch or less, 32 the high, 1 to 3 inches of snow overnight, light snow briefly tomorrow morning. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. It's 27 in Nottingham and 31 in Pikesville. I'm Maggie Hunter, 680 WCBM News. The WCBM studios are sponsored by BetMGM. Support your teams. Go to WCBM.com or the WCBM app on your cell phone and register today. Hear about it. I consider really as my generation millennial. Talk about it. We are a weak bunch of pussies. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. All right. Good morning. If you just missed us, you just missed the resistance report. That was with uh, Delegate Ryan Rocky this morning. Uh, next Monday, we'll be joined by Delegate Kathy Shalega. Uh, we're going to do this every month, every Monday morning at 9.30 a.m. Again, it's the Resistance Report. And if you ever miss it, you can always go to WCBM.com and see it archived uh, under Kim Classic Live, of course, under the podcast link. Uh, so we'll have it there for you. Uh, you know, the fact that they had this idea, I, I absolutely love it. Because we talk a lot about the legislator. We talk a lot about Annapolis. But to be able to have, like, the, the insider baseball here, uh, I truly do appreciate it. I got a caller on the line. And uh, I'd like to say this is a friend of mine, Wendy Bazell. Good morning. Hi, Wendy. How are you? Good morning, Kim. How so nice to... Pretty good. Uh, it's so nice to be on on Martin Luther King's birthday celebration. And I must say, he's one of the people, if I could... Could meet, I would really love to, that you mentioned <laughs> yeah. earlier today. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you got something going on tonight. See, I wasn't sure. I didn't know if anything was going to get canceled. What do you have going on tonight? Well, we have tonight, it's going to be in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. It's going to be a Baltimore City mayoral candidate. It's going to be a forum. But we would try to put this together, all the candidates, because we want to show democracy in action, like that we're all going to work together as candidates. And just promote that they're just not one candidate running for mayor or two. But there's a group of us. So I hope people can come up, come out tonight. Yeah, Wendy Bazell, of course you guys know she's yeah. running for mayor here in Baltimore. Oh, where, yes. where is that? Where is the location? What time? It's going to be 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Friendship Baptist Church, and that's 6000 Lock Raven Boulevard. Okay, so Friendship Baptist Church at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. How, how many people are in the race at this point, Wendy? Well, it's it's about ten. Wow! People, if you count the Democrat, and then we have a Republican, and then an Independent, so it's about ten. Okay, ten. okay, so there are ten candidates running for mayor here in the city of Baltimore. Wendy, I appreciate you filling us in because we talk often about uh, making sure that we hear from everyone that has uh, taken their courage and thrown their ring or their hat in the ring, I should say. Uh, do you do you know exactly uh, what the the number one priority will be? I would assume it's juvenile crime, but maybe not. Uh, what do you plan to talk about tonight? Um, well, they're going to be. We plan on having five topics. Okay, gonna, of course talk about juvenile crime because that's the number one thing and i'm also going to be talking about education because you know that's really important to me also but they're going to talk about 
senior justices, food deserts that affect a lot of Baltimore, and then we're going to talk, talk about like transportation. So it's going to be more than just juvenile crime. And each candidate is going to have an opportunity to talk about themselves, and then that way you get to meet other candidates that are running. Oh, nice. So that you have a choice. Nice. Well, Wendy, I uh, appreciate you calling in and filling everybody in. That's Friendship Baptist Church and 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Wendy, good luck tonight. Uh, hopefully we'll get you Thank back you. on the show soon so we can talk about yeah. uh, more about those pressing topics because you know what? A lot of people are discussing them. Yes, they are. And Kim, thank you for being a fair voice on the media and letting everyone participate. I appreciate that, Kim. Thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate you running. I mean, we, we really need a lot of help here in Baltimore City. And uh, I appreciate the, like I said, the courage because people don't realize, uh, you know, stepping up to the plate and running for office takes a lot and it takes a toll on you as well. So I appreciate you doing so. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Kim. I appreciate that. All right. Thank All right. you. Thanks, Wendy. Take Good luck care. tonight. Thank you. All right. So before the break, of course, before the resistance report, I said, according to the leading report, uh, you were I was going to let you know how many Americans identify as Democrats right now. And it is the smallest number in history. And I want to talk about this because, of course, we're going to get into the Iowa caucus. Yes, 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 yes. That is tonight. On MLK Day, uh, I had the opportunity of going on Newsmax uh, yesterday in uh, the pre-show for Trump's rally. And I thought Trump did a very good job at his uh, rally in Iowa. But I also noticed, and I don't know if you guys noticed it, but his rally was pretty short. That, that is the shortest, it was the shortest rally I think uh, I've ever seen from President Trump. And I don't know if it was the weather. I don't know what was going on, but maybe he's just really focused on today. But right now, according to the leading report, 27%. 27% of Americans identify as Democrat. All right? This is the lowest number in history. Now, I would think that that is attributed to the fact that you've got a large part of the Democrat Party that is identifying as progressives. And we talk about this all of the time. I tell you what, I have friends that are Democrats, all right? And I call them JFK Democrats, family members as well. They have no idea what has happened to their party. They've got no idea. Now, why they keep voting up and down ballot uh, Democrat, knowing that this is what's going on, I don't know. I can't answer that one for you. But they're looking at the progressive saying, this is bizarre. They've completely kicked common sense out the window. But at the same time, they don't want to be affiliated with the Republican Party. And this is why I say, you know, you got to strike while the iron is hot here. You really do. And I look, I said this at uh, the Red Renaissance launch. You might not get people to change their party affiliation here in November, but you might be able to get them to vote Republican on the ballots. You you might. Right. Right. Now is the time. There are so many Democrats that have had enough, had enough, whether it's as uh, we were talking to Delegate Ryan and Rocky, whether it's these explicit books ending up in the hands of children whether it's the poor education system, whether it's juvenile crime out of control, right? We heard from Governor Moore and uh, Vincent Tiraldi, his DJS secretary, and other senators. They say, oh, yeah, the mind isn't developed until people are 25 years old. Well, if that's the case, why are you the same people that it's also uh, advocating for 90-year-olds to transition and to mutilate their genitals and become something else? And this is always a question. If, if, having, if, if removing your genitals affirms your care or affirms your gender why isn't it when you keep your genitals that doesn't it, like it's, it's very confusing so it's like okay you tell us the genitals don't matter 
whether or not we identify you as a woman or a man, right? That's what they tell us. It's like, okay, you could feel like you're a woman. You could identify as a woman, even if you don't have uh, woman parts. But then you tell us it is absolutely necessary to have, quote-unquote, reaffirming care, which is this procedure to then, you know, switch your genitals to the opposite sex. So it's like, it, like, how do they justify? It doesn't even line up. You know what I mean? See, this is the problem. I think about this stuff too much. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> Look, if genitals doesn't uh, affirm your, your gender, then how does removing them reaffirm your gender? It, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Well, anyway, this is what a lot of uh, what I call JFK conservative Democrats are thinking about. Like, it's just nonsense. It's nonsense. It doesn't make any logical sense. And so there are a lot of Americans, apparently, that says, you know what? At the moment, I don't identify as a Democrat. Because I have no idea what this party is. So that's what it is, everybody. It's 27%. 27%. I do have a caller on the line. Uh, it's MLK Day. So if you have anything to share in regards to Martin Luther King Jr., you can do it at any time during the show. Because today is the day that we honor this man. And Tariq, an elegant city, you wanted to weigh in? Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I uh, have always been impressed with the, the courage of Dr. King because... Obviously, everything he did required a substantial amount of courage, and courage is something that not everybody has. But our American society does not appropriately memorialize Dr. King. Dr. King spent his whole life to the, with the objective of improving humanity and obviously improving the lot of his people. And one methodology to do that is education. So the liberal people established a day, Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King Day, and they closed the schools. That's stupid. What you do is you, if school is supposed to start at 8 o'clock, on Martin Luther King Day, you started at 7.30, <laughs> and if kids are supposed to go home at 2.30, you keep them till 4. And you have activities in the schools focused on how a person can improve himself and can improve society and follow Dr. King's model. You don't close the schools in the memory of somebody who fought to have schools open. That is beyond stupid. There should be programs in the school about the history of how black people wound up on these shores in the first place and sensitivity to the sufferings of others because according to my reading of history the black people are not the only people who have suffered and for example what was the how did this whole slave operation start you know slavery is mentioned in the bible and it's not mentioned in the bible as some type of uh, horrible dirty word no it was an institution in the ancient world there were white people who were slaves, and there were black people who were slaves, and brown people. It was just a feature of the economy of the ancient world. That should be studied so our, our young people can get an understanding of what it is that uh, was, was behind slavery and the effects of slavery, and how can we make sure that people are not persecuted today. But you don't close the schools in the memory of a man who wanted to have them open 
to improve his people. It's beyond stupid. Yeah, well, I'm right there with you, and uh, you would think that they would do that, but unfortunately, you know how government is today, Tariq. They look at this as another day that they could just have off work. Well, <laughs> they're missing the point. Yeah. Dr. King, so if we really, so wait a minute, if we really wanted to, to honor Dr. King, let's close school for two days. And if we really, really wanted to honor, how about three days? As a matter of fact, <laughs> the greatest tribute to Dr. King would be close the schools completely, right? Yeah. So that's a reductio ad absurdum argument. No, you're right about that, Tariq. Thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. Uh, we have a great afternoon. Enjoy your MLK Day. And I think Tariq has a good point there. Uh, you know... <sighs> Well, let's be honest. In, in America today, they feel as though to honor somebody that just to have the day off completely is the way they feel they should honor a person. But uh, I see what Tariq's point is there. I do want to get into the Iowa caucus. Uh, that is happening tonight. So that that did stop on MLK Day. Uh, I All right. So the weather is frightful in Iowa right now. And it has been all weekend. And there are many people that are speculating that uh, a lot of people might not show up. Uh, to vote in uh, tonight in the Iowa caucus because of the weather. Here's what I think, and I want to get your thoughts on this. 410-WCBM-680. That's 410-922-6680. I think they're still going to show up, but I do think and I do believe that there will be some Trump supporters that decide to just stay home. And I say this because, and maybe you're you're with me on this one on the same page, maybe not. Doesn't matter. You can call in and chime in here. I, I believe that because the numbers show that Trump is going to win by a landslide, I think there are going to be some people that say, you know what? It's not even worth the risk. It's not worth trying to drive in this weather. It's not worth it. Even though I think uh, Iowans uh, are probably just fine with getting around the snow. But I mean, would you really want to pack up your family and go this evening? Because it's what, 7 p.m., I think? When everything gets started, people are probably going to be like, all right, we know that he's going to get this. Let's just stay home. And I, I hope that they don't, because I don't want uh, people to see or to, to skew, skew the numbers in any way, because I want people to see just how far of a lead that he has amongst the other candidates in the GOP primary. OK, because I, I, I don't want them to skew that at all. Uh, now, of course, I would understand if they don't want to come out in the weather. I see, you know, I understand it, but I hope that they do uh, make it out there, and I hope the weather isn't a factor. I did want to talk about the latest polls when we get back, but really quickly also, again, I want you to weigh in here on the Iowa caucus. What do you expect to happen? What do you expect to see this evening? 410-WCBM-680. That's 410-922-6680. Vivek Ramaswamy had quite the weekend. All right. Now, it started off very well. Okay, he he was doing great. He was hosting all these events in Iowa. It was fantastic. And there were a lot of Trump supporters that were saying, wow, Vivek is really, you know, he's got a lot of energy. He's out there. He's sticking it to the media in a very polite way. He's getting his point across. Uh, his One of his events was uh, interrupted by, like, these climate change protesters. You know what he did? He actually gave the microphone to one of the, the protesters and says, all right, you got about 60 seconds to persuade me here. Uh, why is this not a hoax? <laughs> he, he handed them the microphone, and the, the young lady, all she could do was just scream, like, the chant they were saying. <laughs> Here's the thing. Most of these protesters are paid protesters, and they just have the, the surface talking points. They have no idea why they support certain things. They they really don't know. And so when you hand them the microphone, a lot of times, you'll get somebody that's just like, well, 
you're just wrong and, and you're calling it a hoax and you're a fraud and you know what I mean because they really don't know they have no clue well anyways Vivek Ramaswamy like I said he started off great and then it took a turn for the worse Yes, it did. So much so where President Trump even had to respond. And I'll give you that response when we get back as well. So apparently Vivek uh, took some pictures with a group of guys. I would say there are about maybe seven or eight of them. And they had all these black T-shirts. And on the front of them uh, was the Trump's uh, mugshot. And it was uh, in, a, in, a, in a, an outline of the state of Iowa. Right. So it was Trump mugshot inside the state of Iowa outline, the black T-shirts, white lettering. And in there, it said, save Trump, vote Vivek. And Vivek took a picture with these eight guys. And it was it was very bizarre. So not only did he take a picture with the guys, he then posted it. And, it, and, and so people got, if you can imagine, very upset about this. So to save Trump, you got to vote Vivek. Because according to Vivek, the system is going to still come after Trump. And it's not worth your vote. That's what Vivek stepped in over the weekend. <laughs> so when we get back, we'll discuss further because, of course, President Trump responded to that political stunt. Uh, we'll just, I'll explain when we get back. Identity theft shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, more than $29 billion were stolen last year alone. That's a criminal success story and a wake-up call for everyone else. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock makes it easy to help protect yourself if you become a victim a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Join now and save up to 25% your first year with my name, Clay, as your promo code at LifeLock.com, promo code Clay. The Fed's new FedNow system is all about surveillance and control. Secure your assets today with something Washington cannot manipulate. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, and I recommend diversifying your retirement into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit by Texting the word safeguard to 989898. Do this right now. Text safeguard to the number 989898 and get a free info kit from Birch Gold. There's no obligation or purchase required. Message and data rates may apply. Maryland Elite Firearms in Finksburg is family owned and operated for over 30 years. You'll always receive friendly and courteous service at Maryland Elite. They stock all your favorite manufacturers and have a large selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. Great prices at MarylandEliteFirearms.com. Shop local. Live late night radio is alive and well on WCBM. Hi, I'm Frank Morano, and I want to bring you to the other side of midnight from 1 to 5 a.m. every Monday through Friday, where you'll get to hear about some of the news that didn't make it to the front page. My show also features celebrity interviews, in-depth discussion of pop culture, humorous stories from my own life. Join me dark and early from 1 to 5 a.m. for a live overnight party called The Other Side of Midnight, only on WCBM 680. And, uh, of course, we're talking about Vivek Ramaswamy as well. Before we get back into that conversation, it looks like I've got uh, Matthew in Rosedale. Matthew wanted to weigh in on MLK Day. Uh, yes, ma'am. How are you, Kim? I'm doing well. Uh, I wanted to add uh, some historical context. President Kennedy made a civil rights speech nationwide in prime time in June, two months before uh, Martin Luther King's speech, which I, of course, admire. Uh, here's Kennedy's, uh, some of his quotes. We are confronted primarily with a moral issue. It is as old as the scriptures and is as clear as the American Constitution. 
The heart of the question is whether we are going to treat our fellow Americans as we want to be treated. If an American, because his skin is dark, cannot eat lunch in a restaurant open to the public, if he cannot send his children to the best public school available, if he cannot vote for the public officials who represent him, if, in short, he cannot enjoy the full and free life which all of us want, then who among us would be content to have the color of his skin changed and stand in his place? One hundred years of delay have passed since President Lincoln freed the slaves. Yet their heirs, their grandsons, are not fully free. They are not yet freed from the hand of injustice. They are from the bonds of injustice. They are not yet freed from social and economic oppression. And this nation, for all its hopes and boasts, will not be fully free until all of its citizens are free. Nice. Matthew, thank you so much for sharing that. And I guess that's, you bring up a Isn't good point. Awesome? Yeah, because, and that's why I call some of these Democrats JFK Democrats. Uh, because I do believe that many of those believe, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the inserts that you just read. And so I guess I'll ask you, Matthew, do, do you think that there is going to be a shift here because the Progressive Party has gone just the complete opposite direction? JFK would have nothing to do with the modern uh, Democratic Party. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when he made this speech, he lost. He he broke away from the Democratic um, structure in the South. He became, you know, they, uh, you know, he broke away from them and went against them and lost their, you know, lost their support. He really risked his reelection when he made that speech. Yeah, yeah. Well, Matthew- one other interesting okay. note is, you know, Kennedy put his his force where his mouth was. He had just sent that spring. He had sent federal troops and federal marshals to uh, make sure that James Meredith was able to enter uh, college. And some of those federal marshals, white federal marshals, died in protecting James Meredith. And, you know, Bobby Kennedy and John F. Kennedy were behind Martin Luther King 100%. And uh, Coretta Scott King is quoted as saying in a documentary, she don't believe, um, she didn't believe that, the civil rights movement could succeed without a president like President Kennedy. Yeah. So. No, I agree. I agree. Matthew, thank you so much. I hope you were able to enjoy this uh, MLK Day. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, I agree. Uh, it, it took a lot of people to make sure that the uh, Civil Rights Act was passed and then also implemented uh, how it should have been. And again, this is why when I saw some of the tweets over the weekend, uh, was people comparing the Civil Rights Act to DEI. I, like, I almost fainted. I said, wait a minute. It is literally the exact opposite. And like I said, these are individuals that I always thought were smart individuals. I, I never once thought that, that people could conflate the two. Uh, but again, uh, thank you so much, Matthew, for sharing that with us. All right, so we are going to talk about the Iowa caucus. I do want you to weigh in. What do you expect to see happening tonight? 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. Just so you know, as of 50 minutes ago, uh, it was 8 a.m. in Iowa and uh, 23 inches of snow. 23 inches! Negative 15 degrees. But there is a packed room for Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, obviously there are a lot of people that are out and about, you know, 23 inches of snow. That's a lot of snow. 
But like I said before, they're Iowans, right? It's it's not like we're asking Marylanders to get through twenty three inches of snow. Could you imagine the the the, the uh, average Marylander would open the door and just say, "Oh my goodness, no! <laughs> oh my goodness!" So it is. It is a little bit different. Uh, like I said, I did want to read to you the response from President Trump uh, when Vivek Ramaswamy had his political stunt over the weekend. And I even I posted on Twitter as well. You know, I do believe Vivek Ramaswamy is a smart guy. Do I think that he's ready for the Oval Office? No, I do not. Uh, you guys know that I'm you know, with President Trump on this through and through. Uh, I think that he could put an end to the war in Ukraine. Uh, I think that he could clear up what's going on in Gaza. I, I just I feel like he's a guy for the job. He's also been talking about, and we'll get into his rally yesterday, but at his rally in Iowa, he said as soon as he gets in, they're going to deport individuals like you've never seen in history. And I I respect that, and that's what I want to happen. We've got so many people in this country, and right now it's about 7,000 plus coming over the border each day. We have no idea who they are. Many of them have criminal backgrounds. Get them out of here. If you really think that you could seek asylum, you could be here legally, then just come through the legal process. You're, you're coming in illegally because you know that you wouldn't get in otherwise. All right, we'll talk about Iowa coming up next. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Big news on the first caucuses of the election year being overshadowed by uh, very cold weather around the country, including in Iowa. Millions of Americans facing below zero temperatures as those weekend storms bring in more Arctic air and snow. There's been high winds in Buffalo, New York, exceeding 50 miles an hour. And sub-freezing temperatures blasting much of the U.S. have put millions of Americans at risk of potentially dangerous cold as the winter storms have left four people dead already and continue to dump snow in various states from coast to coast. No telling how it will affect the voter turnout out in Iowa tonight. The National Weather Service said yesterday when chills could plummet to as low as minus 70 in Montana and the Dakotas. European markets opened lower while Asian markets were mostly higher as the week got off to a mixed start. More of these stories at SRNews.com. New year, even a presidential election year, but we are still facing the same issues. You need to prepare for the worst. Protect your home, your family, and your investments. It's time to reach out to the Oxford Gold Group. They make it simple for you, whether you are buying more gold, diversifying your 401k, or buying gold for the first time. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-995-GOLD and order the investment guide or make a purchase of precious metals and get up to $2,500 in free gold. 833-995-GOLD. Identity theft shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, more than $29 billion were stolen last year alone. That's a criminal success story and a wake-up call for everyone else. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock makes it easy to help protect yourself if you become a victim. A dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Join now and save up to 25% your first year with my name, Clay, as your promo code at LifeLock.com, promo code Clay. We saw some snow early this morning. There's more light snow for the afternoon. It will amount to an inch or less today. 32, the high. More widespread, heavier snow tonight, another 1 to 3 inches possible overnight. Light snow early tomorrow and then dry. Less than an inch of new snow tomorrow, but it's still cold 35 tomorrow. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. 
Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. We're here with Ryan Herbert of ProStatus Financial Advisors Group here in the Maryland, D.C. area and host of the Savvy Investor radio show and podcast. Ryan, you get to be about 55 and a half and older and you know you need a few things. You need a financial advisor, you need a CPA, and you need an estate planning attorney. And you have no idea where to start. What do we do? You know, I'd say join the club, really. (laughs) You know, everybody faces this problem. You've been raising your family all these years. You've been working hard at your job to support your family and make sure everyone's happy and healthy and successful. And this really started to show up when my partner, Michael Connett, who's an estate planning attorney, we were doing a lot of tax returns and we'd be seeing these opportunities and saying, hey, go talk to your financial advisor, go talk to your broker, ask him to do this for you. And then we just had this light bulb go off really that said, hey, it makes sense to bring all of this under one roof so that we're talking about estate planning. We're talking about taxes. We're talking about your investments because everything works together. So for the next five callers that are truly serious about saving money on taxes and saving money in retirement, I want to encourage you to give us a call at 866-597-1040 and sit down with Mike, myself, and a member of our team here at ProStatus, and we'll put together your very own comprehensive retirement plan that you need to have all in one place. So for the next five callers with $500,000 or more saved for retirement, congratulations. Now, as Ryan said, they're going to sit down with you personally and create your step-by-step plan for a successful retirement. Ryan and Mike want to help you protect your life savings. So call ProStatus Financial now at 866-597-1040. 866-597-1040 and at the SavvyInvestorRadio.com. Advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Looking to sell your home? Want to get top dollar? Hi, this is Vinny Steo with Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Get multiple cash offers in minutes. Go to VinnySteo.com, type in your address, and start packing. Visit VinnySteo.com. That's VinnySteo.com. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed. Their video interview tool makes it easy and effortless to meet with candidates visit indeed.com slash credit on the next morning drive with casey and elliot he has been in the dc gulag for over a thousand days j6 prisoner jake lang joins us tuesday morning six to nine talk radio 680 wcbm all right happy mlk day and of course we're talking about iowa Tonight's the big Iowa caucus i just uh, told you before the break they have 23 inches of snow right now in iowa 23 inches here we are talking about two inches like it's 20 right and it's negative 15 degrees there like what do you even wear in that kind of weather what do you wear oh man see you see i'm not built for this i really am not i i can't i can't do winter uh i don't even have my heels on today i just uh you know what i gave up I did. I did say before, if you wanted to weigh in any time about MLK Day, that you can. Uh, I got Wally in Stevensville. Wally, did you want to weigh in? Yes. Johnson was the one who pushed through the Civil Rights Bill because Kennedy couldn't get it through. And then he also, in some of his memoirs, wrote, the Democratic Party will lose the Southern vote for the next 50 years. And he weighed right up to it. And even Martin Luther King, when he was alive, said, 
do not make a holiday after me because at that time, a lot of black people did not get paid for holidays. And if they took a day off, that was one day's less pay for the week. And so he was adamant, do not make a holiday in my name. And yet, you know, things change through the year. Yeah, well, Wally, thank you for sharing that with us. I, I did not realize that. I didn't realize he didn't want a holiday. Yep. Have ah. a great day. Thank you. You too. Have a great afternoon. Thank you for calling in. Uh, also, before the break, that's what I said. If you ever want to weigh in today about MLK, uh, you can. It's 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. Before the break, we were talking about Iowa. Yeah, we were talking about the fact that uh, the weather could spoil things just a bit. I did want to know what your thoughts were. What do you expect to see happen in Iowa this evening? 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. And then a lot of people, even myself, were wrapped up over the weekend in this uh, drama between Vivek Ramaswamy and uh, former President Donald Trump. And as I told you before, uh, Vivek took pictures with about eight different guys. They had all these black T-shirts, and it had Trump mugshot on it. And it says, to save Trump, vote Vivek. Now, a lot of people assume that Vivek would never say anything uh, that would negatively impact President Trump. Because if you ever listen to Vivek, I mean, he has the same policy stances. Uh, his, his are a little different. I would say, you know what? I would say from the things that I've heard from Vivek, he almost sounds a bit more conservative than Donald Trump. Uh, but he's always singing his praises. He always is talking about, you know, how great Trump is. Well, anyways, the picture came out. A lot of people not happy with it whatsoever uh, because some people are saying, look, Vivek, you know, we like you, but it's not your time. And so now, you know, since that picture posted, you also had Donald Trump uh, comment on True Social. And I wanted to read that to you. He says Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, quote, the best president in generations, end quote, etc. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. Very sly. But a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. Vote for Trump. Don't waste your vote. Vivek is not make America great again. The Biden indictments against his political opponent will never be allowed in this country. They are already beginning to fall. Uh, and so here's here's the thing. A lot of people were saying that Vivek did not mean it to be deceitful. He did not mean it to be disrespectful. Obviously, this is still a race, right? I mean, they're running against each other. Okay, they are opponents, and they're both trying to get to the Oval Office. I think why this was such a big deal, and I could be wrong, and want you to weigh in. I think it was such a big deal because I think people believed that Vivek was running for the VP spot. I don't think people actually thought that he was trying to be the president. And so when he took that picture with that save Trump by voting for Vivek, I think people were shocked. I think people said, whoa. So he does want to be the president. (laughs) I think it took people by surprise. I wanted you to weigh in on it. 410-WCBM680, 410-922-6680. Also, tell me what you feel is going to happen here in Iowa. I got Alex in Baltimore. Alex, you wanted to weigh in? Yeah, I, I really did call you about Trump and Vivek, but I gotta, I gotta brag a little bit. I'm totally vindicated on, uh, Bill Ackman. You were saying he was a victim of anti-Semitic hate. He just donated a million dollars to Democrat presidential candidate, uh, also Jewish, by the way, Dean Phillips. And the thing about Dean Phillips was he, he's promoting this diversity, equity, and inclusion thing. And that's what I was trying to say to you last week. These anti-white 
laws and corporate rules and education quotas, they don't apply to Jewish people. So I don't understand the uh, the the thrust from the right wing to say these people are being treated just like whites. We're all in this together. It's very weird. He's an atheist. He's a liberal. So I didn't understand why you were defending him, but I'm totally vindicated. Now, on to Vivek. Wait a minute, Alex. Um, you don't know why I'm defending the fact that nobody should be discriminated against? I don't think he was being... Picketing, picketing isn't discrimination. Anybody can picket in somebody's business. It's not like he went to his house. So, I mean, well, you, okay, so you, you don't see the pattern from Al Sharpton going after Jewish Americans. And we can disagree on that. We can agree to disagree. I just, I just know that's his pattern. That's what he does. You don't think that if it was somebody else throwing their weight around and throwing like black people out of college and, and stuff like that, that Al Sharpton, he, he wouldn't care? He's only, you're, you're saying he's only upset about Bill Ackman because he's Jewish. And I'm saying this guy is very powerful. He got people fired. He got people hauled in front of Congress. He's obviously a powerful person. And he banned those kids from Wall Street. I think he's the guy from the Wharton School. He was like, none of you that signed that Palestinian letter are ever going to work in this industry, people got... Well, I guess, no, Alex, I see both. what you're saying there, but many people said and did that as well. It wasn't just Ackman. I think well, Al I Sharpton like to chose Ackman because he was Jewish. Yes, I do believe that. Well, I love a list of people and their ethnicities that went along with the uh, all the high-pressure campaign to get those people kicked out of those schools, etc. But... Uh, well, Elon Musk definitely said he was not going to hire those kids as well. Elon Musk is not Jewish, and he is rich. Elon Musk, it's funny you brought him up. You should watch his video. He got hauled in front of, because there was this big ban the ADL campaign that went viral over the summer on Twitter, and all these different groups from all from all sides of the po- supposed political spectrum, from the ADL, but also Ben Shapiro. He, Elon Musk had to go do this public forum. It was like an hour or two long. It's a very interesting watch. Um, ben Shapiro's up there, you know, saying that, People shouldn't be coming after the ADL. They're getting the wrong impression that it's a Jewish group and not a leftist group. And so it was very interesting to see Ben Shapiro retweeting Jonathan Greenblatt. But the point I wanted to make is during that uh, that interview or that forum, Elon Musk actually said, I wish I was Jewish. It was so funny. Um, you should go watch that. But it's funny, like the richest Alex, man in the world. But, but why wasn't Al Sharpton, Sharpton picketing against Elon Musk if he has the same stance as, as Ackman? Well, I don't think Elon Musk uh, was on the phone with the schools. Elon Musk doesn't have any money in the schools to pull out. Ackman has billions of dollars at UPenn that he can withhold. Elon Musk doesn't carry the same kind of weight at the Ivy Leagues as uh, as Ackman does. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like Ackman's like, I'm going to donate a billion, but now I'm not. Elon Musk isn't donating all this money to the. Uh, I don't think it's a fair comparison. You know, I mean, it's the, the hiring isn't the biggest issue. I mean. The guys, the guys telling the Ivy League school what to do, and they're doing it. That's crazy. Let me let me say something about Vivek, and then you can ridicule me off the air. How about that? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Go ahead, Vivek. Go ahead. Well, Vivek's the only one on record, the only candidate that said that he, if he was elected, that he would pardon Trump. And I, I, I still think that they're going to try to get Trump on something. You know, as soon as he gets convicted on any little stupid thing, all the states are going to, all the Democrat states are going to pull him off the ballot. So I understand why people are upset, but I think they're just misinterpreting it. I truly think that Vivek would would pardon Trump as much as he could. I don't know if you know what kind of leeway he has on the state charges, yeah. but I know you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I don't think Vivek's a bad actor. I'm really happy about Vivek. You know, whatever anybody says about him, he's 
saying the things that need to be said, and I think he's you know, he's going to be around for a while. I'm excited that even when Trump's gone, there's still going to be that anti-establishment voice on the debate stage. Yeah, no, and I, I can agree with you there on, on Vivek. I don't think he meant it as uh, such a slight. I think, honestly, and this is what I posted on Twitter uh, yesterday, I think he miscalculated, and when he posted that picture, I don't think he believed that Trump was going to take it the way that he did. Yeah, Trump kind of spurred out there. He went all boomer. I think he jumped the gun a little bit. I, I don't know if they've ever spoken. I'd like to see them interact, maybe not on the debate stage because it's so contentious, but I don't think I've ever seen them even interact. Have you? No, I have not. And and so, you know, it yeah. is interesting. They should get together. They should just have like a, they should just do a, a like one of these stupid Tucker Carlson, not with Tucker Carlson, but you know how he like <laughs> sits down and does these casual interviews? They should just casually interview each other and put that out. Trump and Vivek having brunch or something. I would watch that. Yeah. Well, I agree with you there, Alex. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. All right. And so, look, I, I do agree that, here's here's the thing. I don't, I don't believe that Trump should not have responded. I think him responding was necessary, okay? Now, some people are saying that Trump attacked Vivek. I don't see it that way at all. I see it as he responded to the picture that Trump, uh, that Vivek posted. That's how I see it. I think Vivek, as smart as he is, I think he miscalculated how people were going to perceive and interpret that post, okay? Because when I saw it, I saw, I saw, I, I went to myself, I was like, wow. You know, save Trump, vote Vivek. So basically what Vivek is telling people, in my mind, this is how I perceived it. In my mind, he's saying, look, Trump's not going to get in. The the system won't allow him to get in. So just vote for me because otherwise you're going to be wasting your vote. And so from somebody that has been singing praises about President Trump from day one, I think some people took it and was like, wait a minute, where are you going with this? Because, many, like I said, many people thought that Vivek was running for Trump's VP. Honestly, if we're being completely honest, I thought Vivek was running for a place in the administration as well. I thought maybe he would run for president again later, right? He's a very young guy, very smart individual. Uh, so, I, you know, it was, it, it took me off guard. But as I said, I think he just miscalculated this. And, and, and you know, Trump's not happy. And I can see why he's not. <laughs> I really do. He's basically telling everybody, look, Trump's going to jail, whether you like it or not. All right, I've got uh, Terrell and Owings Mills. Terrell, you wanted to weigh in? Yes, and you hit it right on the nail. He's going to go to jail. I said this two years ago. <laughs> I said it the other day, but I, 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 you had to get it in on me because you knew where I was going. I told you, I told your call screener where I was going at with this because that's exactly what he's saying. And he's not biting his tongue. But I tell you what, though, Kim, Will Hurd come out and say it. Will Hurd came out and said this. Uh, 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 he's running for president. Ain't nobody say nothing about it because y'all tried to, y'all try. oh, he's just a black man. Ain't nobody gonna listen to him. You know, uh, Donald Trump is not going to jail. But now that Rebecca has said it, oh, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all that in the bag of goddamn on potato chips. Come on now. He's going, and Rebecca is saying he's going to jail. He's going to jail, Kim. That's what Vivek is saying, sure. Hey, hey, hey Kim, that's what Will Hurd said. That's what uh, uh, Dick Marr said. That's what a whole lot of conservatives, as a matter of fact, the only people coming down on Donald Trump are the, are the Republicans, are the conservatives. Everybody up on January 6th hearing were, were conservatives. Did, Kim, did you ever look up Dr. Ludic and see who he was? 
Well, Terrell, I will say that there are a lot of people in the Republican Party that do not like Trump, including Ronna McDaniel, the chairwoman of the RNC. And so these are very establishment people. You know, when Trump got in office, a lot of them lost a lot of the, the money that they got from lobbyists and special interest groups because he shut a lot of that down. And that's why he kept saying, I'm America first. And so he shut a lot of that down. So you have people like Michael Steele and others, they lost a ton of money because Trump was in the Oval Office. And so, yes, there are many Republicans that are against him. Well, 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 Kim, a whole lot of, in, in 2020, Kim, a whole lot of people didn't like him. About 7 million, 81 million people voted for, uh, for uh, Joe Biden. And you don't like that. They don't even like to talk about that. Donald Trump is lying about that. A whole lot of people don't like Donald Trump. Okay? So, I mean, where are you going at with this? Are, are you saying that, <laughs> do, you think, do you think Donald Trump is going to go to jail? No, I don't. I, I know. I know you don't. And you got to say that, Kim, because he gives you. Money. I don't. I, wait, wait. Go back again. He gives me what? He gave you money. Trump you never know, gave me any money. You know, That's not Kim, how it works. Kim, Kim, first how of much all, can you, you donate to a candidate? Kim, Kim, first of all, I asked you. How much can you donate to a candidate? You think okay. Trump gave me money? Kim, that's what you said. You said he gave you too much. He did now. not. That's impossible. That's against the law. Well, well Kim, you said it. I didn't. That's not what I said. I said because he talked about our campaign ad, because of the endorsement, yeah. lots of people donated to the campaign, but none of it came from Trump. What, what, what was it? Out of town money? Who gave you money? Of course, out of town, Maryland. Please, you don't. We don't. We barely have Republicans, and we don't raise That's a ton of money here. That's what I know. I'm saying you're not popular. You weren't that popular outside the state. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how popular you are. Uh, 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 inside the state, you lost to Kwasi and Fooey by by how many? Well, points I'm so popular that you listen to my show every day and call yeah, in. That's I, how popular I am, Terrell. Well, well Kim, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I, I'm glad. I'm glad that you let me on. Really, and I, I, and I appreciate that because a lot of people didn't. Sean Casey don't want me on it because I called to talk about Joe Biden one day. Don't, put, all right, we're not going to talk about Sean, because Sean is not sitting here and defend himself. Nope, but, I'm Terrell, sorry, sorry, I hope sorry. that you enjoy your MLK Day. I appreciate you, but here's what we're not going to do, just so everybody knows. This little housekeeping. You're not going to call, and you're not going to trash any other hosts here at WCBM. You're not going to trash anybody that works here at WCBM, because that's just uncalled for, number one. And number two, it ain't happening on Kim Classic Live. And I, I, as you guys probably know, I am very nice, and I extend the olive branch to pretty much everyone, okay? But speaking about my colleagues, not going to happen. You can diss me all day. You can diss me all day. I'm fine with that. I do have uh, Tony in Parkville. Tony, you wanted to weigh in? Hey, Kim. Uh, good morning. Here. Good morning. This is a regular phone. Hey, I, uh, I want to talk to Vivek for one second. I have two things to, uh, to say. Okay. <clears throat> I did some research on Vivek. And it seems like Vivek used to work for the World Economic Forum back in, like, 2017, 2018, doing databases. So, you know, he comes out of nowhere, kind of like Barack Obama, and here we are now. We have another guy. And the second thing is I saw the Gallup polls yesterday, and right now the Democrat uh, is at 27% Democrats are people are going to vote for Democrats, the lowest in history. Now, the other side of the coin is Republicans are also at 27%, but that right. is not the lowest in history. Right. So there's a lot of votes to be captured out there, is my point. Yes. So playing a guy like Vivek in to try and squeeze some of the Trump vote is a smart play for the globalists. 
And I'll let you go ahead and crucify me over the phone and listen to you on the radio. No, I'm not going to crucify you there, Tony. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. No, I'm not going to crucify you. I mean, look, he's for Vivek to be in the race in general, obviously that takes votes away, right? It does. Uh, he's run a pretty decent campaign. I believe he was on uh, like Instagram Live the other day with Jake Paul. He's he's running the campaign as I think a young person would run it. And that's why I always assumed that he just wanted to be in Trump's administration. That's why he never said anything wrong or bad about him. That's why he said, look, if Colorado takes Trump off the ballot, I'll take my name off the ballot. And so Vivek has always been right there and very supportive of Trump. I think, again, that there was a miscalculation here. I don't think... You know, it was quite the political stunt that Vivek thought it was going to be. I think that people took it in a different direction. And that's what happens. That's sometimes what happens when you have a political stunt, right? You're throwing these Hail Marys. You have no idea how people are going to take it. And perception is reality. We'll continue this discussion when we get back. <sighs> Life of a small business owner. Keeping the lights on. Calling all the shots. Checking all the boxes. But don't be fooled by all that income. It's still about waking up too early, interrupting your life with that thing that is your small business. And then there's workplace accidents. People are busy, they're distracted, they're tired, and they always have something new to deal with. 500-degree ovens, fresh concrete in a three-foot trench, relentless thorns in a bouquet of bougainvilleas, rusty nails, clouds of sawdust. Danger lurks around every corner. What are workers going to do? How can your employees feel like they're covered in case of an accident? Despite your best efforts, workplace accidents can happen. But there is an easy way to keep your employees covered. Talk to your agent about workers' comp coverage from Pi or go to piinsurance.com and get a quote. Safety first, then Pi Insurance. Individual rates, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to policy terms and conditions. Not available in all states and situations. To experience one of the world's biggest, boldest ships and cruise the tropics with me, Bruce Elliott, this October 27th, 2024, you can get on board and travel the best overall cruise ship, Symphony of the Seas. Join me for a WCBM Radio Week of Adventures on deck with world class entertainment, including Broadway's favorite hairspray. Enjoy pool day bliss under the sun, gourmet dining from Italy to Wonderland, and of course, a cocktail party on board and drinks are on me. Memories will be made on the shore of Nassau, the space coast of Port Canaveral, and Royal Caribbean's private island, Coco Cay. Come join Royal Caribbean and BTS Cruise and Tour on Symphony of the Seas for seven wonderful nights and glorious days in the warm sun. Call 410-825-9887 for questions or reservations. That's 410-825-9887. All aboard! Features may vary by ship. All itineraries are subject to change without notice. Ships Registry, The Bahamas. Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. Thinking about selling or listing your property? Don't do it until you talk to Charles Parrish. Save thousands of dollars in commissions. Go to CharlesParish.com. CharlesParish.com. A lot can happen in an hour. We'll update you at the top of it. All of these things are happening all at once. Minutes away. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. up the conversation here when it comes to Vivek Ramaswamy and the uh, political stunt he had over the weekend. Uh, again, I did want to hear what your thoughts were with the Iowa caucus. We know there's 23 inches of snow currently on the ground in Iowa. It's negative 15 degrees. 
I think the weather will be a factor, but I think President Trump will win in a landslide. And uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Of course, we'll be talking about it tomorrow. I've got uh, Darlene on the line in Parkville. Darlene, you wanted to weigh in? Well, first off, on um, Terrell, I think we should all pitch in, take up the contributions to send him to a small country somewhere away from America so he can spout his BS to them. (laughs) And they might buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. Terrell, I, you know, I think deep down he's a good guy. As he talked about his foster care he's service, little, but he's it's a little yeah. laid off. I mean, he's a little out of whack. <laughs> yeah, so you know, we'll, we'll help him. Though the fact that he's listening to the show means he's on the right track. Well, yeah. will he learn anything? That's the problem because a lot of times when people have made up their mind that they are right, they're not going to take any heed to what they've learned. They just ignore it. And, I, you know, I, I'm a little bit weird in the sense that I believe in horoscopes. I'm a Libra. I like balance. The stress kills me sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would like to request something for you, and that is just slow down a little bit talking because it's hard to catch everything you say, and we can't follow you if we can't understand. All right. I will slow I down. Appreciate, I love your show, though. You talk about things that... Other hosts just don't even think about. Well, I appreciate appreciate that. I appreciate that, Early. I will slow down. Since you believe in horoscopes, (laughs) since you believe in horoscopes, I'll tell you, I'm a Capricorn. So we are, (laughs) we're we're straight to the point, and maybe I need to slow down just a bit. You're right about that. But, again, we all appreciate your show, at least those of us who like your show and listen to WCBM, and I keep it on 24-7. Except on some nights when I can't stand the Democrat um, lawyer's show because he's so full of crap I can't take him either. Oh, no. All right. Okay, Darlene, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Uh, So... You know what? I will try. I will try to slow down. You know what it is? I just I feel like I like sometimes I think about it, but I'm just uh, I don't explain it. Like it's just the way that I talk It's the way that I, I am. I think it's my personality. I'll try. I will attempt it. Uh, Coming up next, we're going to be joined by Darius Mayfield. He is running for New Jersey's Congressional District 12. We're going to talk about what it's like to run for an inner city in New Jersey. We're also going to talk to him about the Iowa caucus. And a couple more topics, obviously MLK, being so that it's MLK Day. And we're going to play Who Said That? 1125-ish. So don't forget about that. you got to call in and tell me who you think said what in the audio clip. And then I also want to talk about United Airlines. The CEO says they hire based on race. How safe do you feel in the air if you have a pilot because of the color of their skin? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yep, we've reached that point. Lunacy. We'll discuss when we get back. Are you ready for the ultimate sports betting experience? Well, get ready. Because WCBM and BetMGM Sportsbook are here to elevate your game. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, now's the perfect time. Sign up now to take advantage of this first bet offer. Here's how it works. Visit WCBM.com to claim the offer, register, and deposit at least $10. Place your first wager on any game. And if your bet loses, don't worry, because you're covered. Up to $1,500 in bonus bets. That's right, $1,500 in bonus bets if your first wager does not go your way. It's the ultimate risk-free bet. To qualify, you must be 21 years of age or older. This promotion is only available for new customers and through WCBM.com. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. So don't wait. Visit WCBM.com, register, and deposit at least $10 and place your first wager. 
Get ready to experience the thrill of sports betting like never before. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening. Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Sub-freezing temperatures across much of the U.S. have millions of Americans at risk of potentially dangerous cold as a weekend Arctic storms continue to dump snow from coast to coast. Brad Tamires with the National Weather Service in Kansas City. We're still looking at cold temperatures uh, remaining here in Kansas City at least through Tuesday. So we've got a wind chill warning that's in effect all the way through midday Tuesday. Still expecting those wind chill values of, of 20 to 40 below zero here over the next few days. The National Weather Service said on Sunday wind chills could plummet as low as minus 70 degrees in Montana and the Dakotas. Former President Trump is in the driver's seat as voters prepare for tonight's Iowa caucuses. Here's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. Trump continues to hold a substantial lead in the polls as he eyes the prize in the nation's first nominating contest. The Des Moines Register NBC News Iowa poll released over the weekend shows the former president with 48% support from likely GOP caucus goers. Donald Trump heads into the evening caucuses with a 28-point lead over Nikki Haley, according to the latest Des Moines Register NBC News Iowa poll. Greg Clugston, Washington. Meeting with volunteers in Des Moines, the former president said based on the polls he expects to do well. What was the number, like 71 to 10 Conflict, a divided world, and the rise of AI on the top of the list at this world's World Economic Forum. The event, held annually in Davos, Switzerland, brings together business, political, and other elites. Over 60 heads of state and government, including Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, will be heading to town to hold both public appearances and closed-door talks. They'll be among more than 2,800 attendees, which also include academics, artists, and international organization leaders. That is Jeremy House reporting. More from townhall.com. Retirement Outlook. If your retirement account is mostly stocks or bonds, listen closely. The future of your savings may be more uncertain than ever before. Hi, I'm Paul Stone, CEO of Colonial Metals. The sad truth is our government continues to eat away at our freedoms and security. In economic times like these, run around the flagpole by lunatics in Washington... I look to the most trusted store of wealth in human history, physical gold and silver that you own. At Colonial Metals, we specialize in helping folks with IRAs and 401ks and other retirement accounts move their savings into physical gold and silver. If you'd like a free gold investment kit, give us a call today at 820-800-8000. My team is standing by ready to rush a free gold investment kit to you. You may also qualify for $7,500 in free silver and a free safe. Call 820-800. 8,000 now. That's 820-800-8000. Colonial Metals is not a financial advisor. Consult with your advisor before investing. That's 820-800-8000. Good morning. It's 1103. I'm Maggie Hunter with the latest headlines from the WCBM Maryland News Center, brought to you by Stouffer Legal. Baltimore City Police have arrested a suspect in the shooting death of a woman on I-83 North yesterday morning. Police were called to North Exit 3 about 1 o'clock yesterday morning and found inside a car the woman and the 
suspect, identified as 27-year-old Christopher Lee, who was not injured. A 2016 graduate of Towson University is winning rave reviews for creating a football jersey that took over the Internet this weekend. 29-year-old Christian Juszczyk married to San Francisco fullback and former Raven Kyle Juszczyk and designed a customized bright red puffer jacket featuring the logo of the Kansas City Chiefs. And Baltimore fire officials say seven people are recovering from injuries suffered in what's described as a cultural ceremony involving a fire pit. The incident happened yesterday at a home on DeSoto Road. Sports and the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast next. Are you Stouffer Legal Safe? What would happen if you were to become unable to handle your own legal and financial affairs? Will the person of your choosing have the authority to handle your affairs privately within the family? Or will they be forced to submit to a public court guardianship involving doctors, courts, and lawyers? And what happens after you've died? Will your family be able to take immediate control of your life's work? Or will they be forced to submit to a public probate process, possibly taking a year or more and costing thousands of hard-earned dollars? These things don't just fall into place automatically. And if you're not sure whether your estate plan is all set, then log on to PlanBaltimore.com to view their online estate planning webinar. Then request your free consultation with a Stouffer legal attorney. If you don't plan for yourself, the state of Maryland has a plan for you, and it's probably not what you or your family want. It's easy to be Stouffer legal safe. Visit PlanBaltimore.com today. Ravens assistant head coach defensive line Anthony Weaver has completed his virtual interview for the Atlanta Falcons head coach position. Baltimore finished as the top seed in the AFC after going 13-4 and and will host either Houston or Pittsburgh in the divisional round. And now here's the exclusive WCDM Weather Channel forecast. There's a winter weather advisory until tomorrow morning. The bulk of the snow overnight tonight. Today, snow amounts an inch or less, 32 the high, one to three inches of snow overnight, light snow briefly tomorrow morning. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. It's 29 in downtown Baltimore, 29 in Hailthorpe, and 29 in Columbia. I'm Maggie Hunter, 680 WCBM News. Hear about it. My concern really is my generation. Millennials. Talk about it. We are a weak bunch of blessings. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. The WCBM studios are sponsored by BetMGM. Go to WCBM.com or the WCBM app on your cell phone and register today. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Harford County. All right. Good morning. Yes, it's that time of the show. I always ask you, if you're just joining us, where the heck have you been? We had a great show thus far. Of course, we were talking about the uh, Iowa caucus. We were talking to Delegate Ryan Iraqi earlier. He was giving us the resistance report. Of course, the legislator looks as though they're going to be raising taxes here in the state of Maryland, which we already knew. But did you know that they were going to have a paint tax? That part I did not know. We learned that this morning. And uh, right now, I do have a special guest also joining us. You know, it's MLK Day. And uh, if you didn't know, just so you know, MLK Jr. is uh, pretty much my, like I said, top three favorite people ever. And uh, I think he was just so influential in so many different ways. And, you know, even though he's considered a civil rights leader, some people take that as, you know, he was only fighting for minority rights. That's not the case. This is a guy that got his talking points from the Bible, right? The book of John, the book of Paul, you know, the book of Mark. This is a guy, 
that didn't get his talking points from some politician or the DNC. This is a guy that truly cared about every American. And so today, I've got my special guest. He's running for Congress in New Jersey's 12th district, of course. Uh, he is not, he's run before, uh, but he hasn't given up. And so, you know, for people that continue to run, for people that actually want to flip these blue districts, I have more respect for them than I do for those that run in ruby red districts that are Republican, because this takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of work, a lot of dedication. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of time. And you know that it's an uphill battle, but you still get up every day. You go and you do it. Darius Mayfield uh, has years of experience as a local businessman and active philanthropist. You know, Darius made positive changes in the lives of families, veterans, seniors, and young people alike. This inspired him to dedicate his time and efforts to run for the United States Congress. His passion and devotion are what fuel his fight for change. And just so you know, his tagline is not black, not white, American. Good morning, Darius. How are you today? Hey, good morning, Kim. I'm doing well and yourself? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us on this uh, MLK Day. You know, earlier Absolutely. in the show, Darius, we were talking about MLK uh, Jr., and there were a lot of people that called in. We've got some history buffs that listen to the show, and they called in, and they uh, talked about the fact how uh, JFK and others were also uh, very impactful in, in assisting MLK Jr. with what it is uh, that he was trying to get done in this country. Uh, if you wanted to just uh, take a moment and reflect on uh, what MLK did to impact this country, please do so. Yeah, I mean, you know, what MLK did was so important because he allowed us in a lot of ways to start healing, you know, as a country. Um, I know we don't always um, talk about it or people don't want to talk about it, but we obviously have a very dark history in this country, especially when it comes to the relationships between uh, black Americans and white Americans in this country with things like slavery, with uh, Jim Crow, with segregation and you know, different things. And, you know, obviously, in order to grow, you need to go through a process. And I believe that Martin Luther King was one of those people in our history that really, you know, helped guide us through that process in a meaningful way to get us to where we are now, along with other people. You know, you had the Abraham Lincolns of the world. You had a lot of people um, that contributed um, to what we see today, or at least what we're trying to hold on to today, which I'm sure we'll get into because, you know, obviously we're going in the wrong direction in a lot of ways, but, you know, one of the most important and, you know, one of the most important things I think uh, Martin Luther King ever said was, you know, wanting to judge a man of the content of his character and not the color of um, his skin, because as we know, there are evil black people, good black people, evil white people, good white people, evil Democrats, good Democrats, evil Republicans, uh, good uh, Republicans, but, you know, that's for everyone to judge those people and those persons on, you know, face value and, 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 and what they see in them and their interactions with them. You know, I often say that even in my relationships that I don't judge people off what my friends or my family, you know, might think of somebody. I judge them off what I see, um, how they treat me, the way I see them interact with others, you know, and come up with my own opinions. And that's what it means to judge somebody off the content of their character and not just uh, the color of their skin or their religion. So I think, you know, what Martin Luther King did for this country was invaluable. Um, it's something I think, and especially today's time when there's so much confusion around race and the history of this country and, you know, what it took to get here, I think he's somebody that we all uh, need to consistently reflect upon and reflect on, whether you come from the right, the left, white, or black. 
to just help guide us and bring us back to um, our morals, our principles, you know, what this great country is about and what we've been through and how far we've actually come uh, since then. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we're speaking to uh, Darius Mayfield, running for Congress in New Jersey's uh, District 12, which is the New Brunswick area. Uh, Darius, uh, here in Baltimore, some people might not be familiar uh, with that area, but I believe yeah. that you have similar issues with the education system as we do. Uh, looking at uh, your education system, and it probably, you know, I'm sure COVID affected a lot of what you guys went through. Uh, what is yeah. it that you're, the issues that you're facing today? Well, man, we are facing a lot of issues, which is one of the reasons why even after my 2022 um, election, I started a foundation, the Darius Mayfield Foundation, that specifically focuses on bringing quality education and school choice to uh, diverse American communities, whether those are impoverished, uh, urban or rural areas. And the unique thing about New Jersey is uh, New Jersey has actually always been in the top, usually in the top one or two, but at least in the top three as far as best education systems in the entire United States of America. And it hasn't been uh, until recently where we've really started to see that kind of downgrade. For instance, I live in a town called East Brunswick. When I first moved here, one of the reasons I moved here is because uh, I figured when I had kids, this is a blue ribbon school district, one of the best school districts in New Jersey. Um, and now, uh, some odd years later, it is no longer a blue ribbon school district. So uh, because of, especially out here, we have a very powerful um, teachers unions where I think a lot of these problems uh, come from right now and it's not just people like myself or you know politicians like myself that say that you talk to some of these teachers I mean I have teachers on my board um, from certain areas and things of that sort if you talk to the teachers they're starting to understand that in fact last year was the first year that the NJEEA uh, spent over 50% of their funds on political activities rather than on their teachers, on their students, on curriculum and different things of that sort. So everything is becoming so political. And that's why you see such a strong movement here in New Jersey with the parental rights movement, uh, with the curriculum movements where they're trying to push all these things, everything but the actual scholastics that our kids need to be learning, like financial literacy, uh, you know, economics, uh, literature, math, reading, science. They're now pushing everything else like the LGBT. TQ issue, which I know is a big thing around the country, but it's, it's, it's very prevalent here because I literally just spoke at a rally a couple months ago where we were fighting a bill that would allow uh, schools, guiding counselors, and principals to start to talk to your children as young as kindergarten about gender-changing surgeries and, and, and their, their confusion about their gender without actually uh, alerting the parents or asking the parents' permission before doing so. So they're taking it a step further, not here, just here in New Jersey, but all across this country right now. And again, just like I said before, it doesn't matter if you're black. You're white, you're Republican, or Democrat. I'm on the ground. I'm in the ground in Trenton, New Jersey, which is a very uh, Democratic black and brown area. I'm in places like East Brunswick and South Brunswick, which are more suburban areas. And every single parent I talk to, every single person that actually cares about these things, says the same thing. They're not happy. They want to get back to their kids actually learning the scholastics that they need in school to succeed in life um, and bringing back school and bringing school choice uh parochial schools, charter schools, private schools, and also bringing back our vocational schools, because as we know, not everybody is made or wants to go to college at the end of the day, and there are plenty of jobs 
uh, that don't require college degrees that make a lot more money than some of these uh, college degree professions. So uh, right now in New Jersey, we've been fighting hard for the last few years. I'm going to be speaking at a, um, a parental rights school choice uh, uh, expo in uh, just a week or so. So we're moving, we're moving fast out here. We have a lot of people that have been joining this movement, and we have strength in numbers all across the political, racial, and religious spectrum out here in New Jersey. If you're just joining us, we're speaking at Darius Mayfield, running for Congress in New Jersey's 12th district. Uh, if you want to check out his website also, DariusMayfieldForAmerica.com. Uh, Darius, look, I, I know how most of the inner cities are today. We're looking at the border crisis. I know for a fact that you've been down to the border. Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, Trenton or even uh, Brunswick, is it a sanctuary city? What, what are, what's the deal there? Are you seeing a lot of migrants flowing into your city as well? Uh, yeah, well, New Jersey is one of those quote-unquote sanctuary states. I was actually just having a long, drawn-out conversation about this the last couple of days because right now uh, what they're doing is they're bringing train loads of illegal migrants up from South Jersey that's supposed to be going all the way to New York City, um, but because they're having such problems in New York City, they're pretty much trying to circumvent that process, and now we have migrants jumping off trains all over New Jersey right now. In fact, I'll be in New York uh, city on Thursday with my crew will be going down to the districts in New York where they have an abundance of illegal immigrants doing filming because right now we are filming a documentary on human trafficking and illegal uh, migration but over in Trenton I'll give you an example Trenton is the, the capital of New Jersey and it also happens to reside in my district it's a very urban neighborhood uh, probably about 90 plus percent um, uh, Democrat it's also uh, a, a very impoverished area where over 85 percent of the students K through 12 can't reader right at a grade level so what's happening right now what's happened over the last decade or so if you went back 15 20 years Trenton was probably about 80 80 to 90 percent uh African black American uh right now it is under 50 percent uh black American because they have transplanted so many uh specifically Guatemalans uh, into the Trenton area. This used to be a, a, a very industrialized, middle-class, black neighborhood um, that had a lot of upside to it, but now it's nothing but an impoverished um, city that really does not have much upside. And in fact, one of the people on my board who happens to be a teacher um, out there in Trenton, she told me there are so many Spanish-speaking students out there now that only speak Spanish that uh, for her regular class, she was only able to have 10 students in her class that spoke English. Uh, she's looking at classes now where 80 to 90% of the classes are straight, uh, only Spanish-speaking people. So this migrant crisis, as you alerted to, I've been to the border four times now, more than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris combined. The last time I was there was just about two and a half weeks ago. I was at Eagle Pass. And if you guys go to my social media, you'll see the video up there where I'm standing on the Mexican side of the border right across uh, the Rio Grande. And there are literally hundreds and hundreds of people just walking right through the water, right onto the American side. And we talked to the military on that side as well. They said they're not allowed to do anything but take them in, process them, and essentially they're letting them go into the country. And this was just one sliver of the border, um, of a border that's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles. This was just... 30 minutes in one day when we're talking about something like this happening at multiple points on our border, uh, multiple times a day, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and this is just not sustainable. So right now, one of my biggest worries, and I think what's going to be one of the biggest issues, whether it's the presidency this year, whether it's people running for the House, the Senate, whatever it is, will be this migration uh, issue. And I just caution, especially my fellow Republicans, to 
talk about this in a way which is I've always been doing this why I go to impoverished areas I go to underserved communities and talk to these people because you know this is not a thing where everybody is just bad people uh, coming over here so you do want to talk about this issue with some empathy you do want to have some understanding and understand what it is you're talking about but you also want to hold the countries that these people are coming from accountable because a lot of these people are trying to escape dire conditions unfortunately so we need to start especially once we get to the house on a federal level start to work with and put the pressure on these countries to start fixing their ills and their problems so we don't even have people feeling like they have to come here in the first place under these circumstances you mentioned that darius mayfield running for congress in new jersey's uh, 12th district Darius, before i let you go what do you expect to see happen tonight in iowa uh, I think uh, tonight in Iowa, Super Tuesday, whatever it is, you are going to absolutely and unequivocally see President Trump uh, sweep the board, um, him go to the general election, and I do uh, predict, as do lots of people, not just Republicans now, because, again, I'm in those underserved communities, and a lot of people are saying the same thing. We do expect him to be the next president of the United States in November 2024. Well, Darius, I hope that happens. Uh, before you go, if you can let people know, how can they follow you? How can they donate to your campaign? Yeah, absolutely. You guys can uh, go see all my policies, donate to the campaign at the website at www.dariusmayfieldforamerica.com. You guys can go see me on IG at Darius for America, and that's the number four. And you guys can go to my Twitter at Mr. Mayfield USA. All right, Darius. Well, we wish you luck, and I'm pretty sure we'll be following you, and hopefully you'll come back soon. Absolutely, Kim. I'm sure I'll see you sooner. Yep. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And that was Darius Mayfield again. He's running for Congress in New Jersey's 12th District. I've known Darius now for, gosh, I want to say about three or four years. Uh, Darius was uh, also one of the candidates that we supported in 2022 with uh, my PAC Red Renaissance. And uh, New Jersey's interesting. As you heard there, their education system is not quite similar to Baltimore City's. Uh, as, he, as he pointed out, his district used to be what they considered a blue ribbon district and education was huge uh in that area and they made sure uh to keep it uh to where you know teaching kids how to be successful was the only thing that they were going to teach in those schools recently since covid right since the virtual learning they've completely dropped off and as you heard from darius now it's this lgbtq push thing you know all these other things that are uh not helpful for kids to even become successful later in life it's it's so bizarre it really is. It's bizarre how this this agenda has taken over in the last few years. And I still blame Obama. Nobody can convince me otherwise. I still blame Obama for this. He's ruined the education system. He has. I, and everything is about race, everything about gender, everything about sexuality. It's, it's, it's obvious. And I think this is why, as Darius pointed out, he's in impoverished areas all the time. This is why many black people that are even below the poverty line, this is why they're voting for Trump. They, they know exactly what happened over Obama. All right. All right. When we come back. We're going to play Who Said That? If you want to weigh in on that interview, you can. It's 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. And I do want to tell you a little bit about United Airlines. The CEO says they're hiring based on race. I don't think I'll ever fly United again. <laughs> we'll discuss that and more kind of next. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you snore, you may have sleep apnea. But Dr. Damian Blum of Feel Well Rested has a simple solution. And it's not that cumbersome CPAP mask. Dr. Damian Blum will fit you with a custom fit mouthpiece if you have sleep apnea. Make an appointment to see Dr. Damian Blum. 
If you're tired or overweight, clear your throat or snore, you may have sleep apnea. Sleep apnea can cause strokes, heart attacks, memory problems like Alzheimer's or dementia, and even death. Also, there's a connection to diabetes, acid reflux, and erectile dysfunction. Dr. Damien Blum is certified by the American Board of Dental Sleep Medicine, and he's a diplomat of the American Academy of Dental Sleep Medicine. Most health insurances are accepted, and they are in-network providers for Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and Medicare. Call Dr. Damien Blum at Feel Well Rested at 410-744-6088. 410-744-6088. They want to help you feel well rested, too. Call today. 410-744-6088. Do you own a business? Do you want to attract new customers to your business? WCBM can help take your business to new heights with a comprehensive advertising campaign with our station. At WCBM, we can design a great advertising campaign utilizing radio ads, digital ads, and social media. Your account executive at WCBM is an expert in creating great campaigns that will pay for themselves. Call the business manager today for more information. For 10-580-5231. This is the Sean Hannity Show. There have now been over 75 attacks against Americans in Syria, Iraq, and, and other areas in the region. And now another aggressive action by the Chinese Navy in the South China Sea against America's Navy. And it's like, and, and these are international waterways. And, and nothing seems to ever happen. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on Talk Radio 680, WCBM. All right, cut up in a second here. We're going to play Who Said That? So if you don't have the volume up already, turn it up. Turn it up, because I need to know who said it. You'll call in, and you'll get bragging rights and mirrorless scratch-off lottery tickets. So stay tuned in just a second for that. I want to tell you about United Airlines, and I not even just want to tell you. I want you to listen to what the CEO had to say. And this is, it might shock you, it might not, but this is the United Airlines CEO. He sat down for an interview. Take a listen to this clip. How is diversity and diversity targets working into the Aviate Academy? We have committed that 50% of the class of, of the classes will be women or people of color. Uh, today, only 19% of our pilots at United Airlines are women or people of color. And by the way, from all the data I've seen, that's the highest of any airline in the country. White males don't just dominate in the cockpits, also in the C-suite at United Airlines. Well, look, at United, I'm proud of the diversity that we actually have in our, our C-suite. I think if you look around corporate America. Correct me if I'm saying, though, so I, this is just based off your website, the people you list as executives, but out of 11 people, three are women. I believe one is a person of color. Um, that's correct. Um, but, you know, in corporate America, I think, you know. That's a low bar. How do you yeah. raise your own bar? Well, a lot of this is, you know, focusing on it. We have uh, programs to, one of the things we do is for every job when we do an interview, we require women and people of color to be involved in, in the interview process, bringing people in early in their careers um, as well, uh, and giving them those opportunities uh, and creating a stronger band. I'm never flying United Airlines again. <laughs> I, I rarely flew with them anyways. Usually I use Southwest or Delta. Here, Here's the thing. You're telling me, first of all, here's a couple different things. You're doing this because what? Because you were so racist in the past that you overlooked people of color and women before? I mean, like, <laughs> what are you saying here? Like, it's that important for you to make sure that those people and those numbers rise, even if they don't rise to the occasion? I mean, what what is going on here? So, so if they go through flight school, and I don't know all the details on this, but if they go through flight school... And say they don't do that well. 
right? But because they're black or a woman or a person of color in general, we're going to select them anyways because we need more women and people of color working in these positions. How, like, so does safety just go completely out the window? Completely out the window. I can see the news report now. 146 people perished on this flight, but at least the pilot was black and gay. <laughs> right? I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, this is so scary. Well, I'm glad this clip, you know, just so you know, it's gone viral. Lives of TikTok had it first. And now everybody's talking about it uh, on different uh, news channels and what have you. We get back from break after we play Who Said That. We are going to get into uh, what they've been saying over at the FAA uh, in regards to safety and uh, diversity push, including focus on uh, hiring people, even with, you're you're not going to believe this. I know you're not going to believe this. Even with severe intellectual disabilities. Yes, this is coming out of the FAA. I mean, look, if you don't want people to fly, this is a great way to get them to stay home. (laughs) This is scary. Oh, man. All right. Right now, we are going to play the audio for Who Said That. If you recognize the voice, you call me at 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. You cannot text or email. You got to call in because we have to get your information. You get bragging rights and Maryland scratch-off lottery tickets. Take a listen. Montgomery was a community predominantly church synod, uh, so that uh, it was very easy to get to the vast majority of Negroes because they were in some way connected with a church in the community. Now you know who said that. 410-WCBM680. 410-922-6680. I did also want to just uh, put this on your plate. Did you know $15 million in taxpayer money is going towards 58 charging stations uh, around the state of Maryland? You know what that comes out to be? And this is announced by Governor Westmore, of course. This comes out to be $258,000 per charge. <laughs> This this whole climate change, electric vehicle push, I, I swear to you, every time I see like a headline blurb about it, all like in my mind, all I hear is cha-ching, cha-ching, right? It's, it's just, it's a money grab. Now, of course, the $15 million is a grant coming from the infrastructure bill, so we already allocated it. But 58 charging stations cost $15 million? Who is getting paid for all this? Oh, my goodness. I don't know what the labor goes into uh, putting up a charging station, but sounds excessive, don't you think? Yeah. All right, we'll get back. We'll continue talking about United Airlines, how they're hiring based on race. And then, of course, I'm going to get some audio from Fox News with the FAA and the fact that they want to hire people with severe disabilities. Coming up, set, up next, who said that? We'll get a winner. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former President Trump is in the driver's seat as voters prepare for tonight's Iowa caucuses. He enjoys, as he has for some time, a big lead in all the polls heading into the voting. Still a big question mark over the first major political event of the year, however, which is how will all the nasty weather possibly affect turnout. Sub-freezing temperatures across much of the country do have millions of Americans at risk of potentially dangerous cold as those weekend Arctic storms continue dumping snow from coast to coast. Meanwhile, in some 
some places, forecasters say it could get down to minus 70 degrees, in particular in Montana and the Dakotas. European markets started off the day lower, as Asian markets were mostly higher as a week got off to a mixed start. U.S. markets closed for the Martin Luther King holiday. This is SRN News. Ah, life of a small business owner. Keeping the lights on, calling all the shots, checking all the boxes. But don't be fooled by all that income. It's still about waking up too early, interrupting your life with that thing that is your small business. And then there's workplace accidents. People are busy, they're distracted, they're tired, and they always have something new to deal with. 500-degree ovens, fresh concrete in a three-foot trench, relentless thorns in a bouquet of bougainvilleas, rusty nails, clouds of sawdust. Danger lurks around every corner. What are workers going to do? How can your employees feel like they're covered in case of an accident? Despite your best efforts, workplace accidents can happen. But there is an easy way to keep your employees covered. Talk to your agent about workers' comp coverage from Pi or go to piinsurance.com and get a quote. Safety first, then Pi Insurance. Individual rates, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to policy terms and conditions. Not available in all states and situations. As the snow picks up this afternoon and continues overnight, some slippery conditions on those roads. If you're traveling, give yourself extra time and extra space. Winter weather advisory until tomorrow morning. An inch or less of snow today, 32 the high. Snow accumulations heavier, though, tonight. One to as much as three inches in spots. And light snow early tomorrow. Dry by the afternoon, 30. Tomorrow. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Progressive Insurance is making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Melissa Segev one of the doctors and one of the owners at Audiology Associates. Our group of doctors has been providing hearing and balanced care in Maryland for over 35 years. Audiology Associates has grown to include 11 offices throughout Maryland, including the Eastern Shore and Annapolis, Baltimore City, and Baltimore County. As doctors of audiology, we care for patients' hearing and balanced care. If you feel like the TV is louder than your family would like, or if you're asking family members to repeat themselves often, it is time to have your hearing evaluated by a doctor of audiology. Our doctors treat a wide range of hearing issues. Sometimes a solution is as simple as removing wax from your ear canal. So call our main number at 410-944-3100 or you can visit our website at aaiaudiology.com to make an appointment. Your initial consultation is covered by almost all insurance plans and hearing aids may be covered as well. So call our office at 410-944-3100. Audiology Associates, when silence is not golden. Hey guys, it's Rob Carson. Let me ask you something. Are you concerned about how market volatility and new tax laws will impact your retirement? Isn't retirement income planning a huge deal? How would you like to put your retirement on autopilot? Never have to worry about stock market losses again. How about a plan that can grow when the markets are up, but won't lose a dime when the markets are down? Does that sound good? (laughs) It should. You might want to meet our friend Rod Barrowe and the Safe Retirement Solutions team. Call 410-266-1120. That's 410-266-1120. Get a tax refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt now. No fee refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Mark Levin, weekday evenings at 7 on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right. It's the 
very cold Monday. It's also MLK Day. And guess what? We're still here and we're still kicking it, right? We really are. Right now we're going to play Who Said That? We'll get back into the story with United Airlines and how they want to hire based on race and gender. I still I still can't believe this is going on. Just so you guys know, uh, Elon Musk and Larry Elder, they're highly upset. And they have been just going off on the United Airlines CEO online. Uh, first, let's play Who Said That? I guess we should probably hear the audio one more time. Montgomery was a community, predominantly church senate, uh, so that uh, it was very easy to get to the vast majority of Negroes because they were in some way connected with a church in the community. All right, we've got to figure out who said that. I've got my friend Sophia in Perry Hall. Sophia, how are you? I am well, thank you. All right, Sophia, it was very nice to finally meet you in person. Who do you think said you. that? Oh, Martin Luther King, of course. Martin Luther King, yes. He has a distinctive voice, yes? Most certainly. Most certainly. (laughs) Yes, he does. Well, Sophia, you won. And uh, you know what? All we ask, and I, you know, I've asked this of everybody, if you win big with these Maryland Scratch-Off lottery tickets, you just got to at least call in and let us know the big item that you brought. Just because many of us right now, we're feeling the inflation, and we might not be able to buy what you can, but we feel good knowing that you could buy it. <laughs> Is that is that a deal? That's a that's a total deal. I'll take you out to I'll take you out to lunch. All right, sounds good. I do eat steak at lunch. So, so. Uh, that's great. Uh, me too. Okay. Me too. All Thank right. you. Thank you, Sophia. Have a great day. Enjoy your MLK day. And that was Martin Luther King Jr. Great job, Brian, the producer. You know, it's funny because I'm actually older than Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, before he passed away. And in that clip there, I believe he was mid-30s. He just sounds so much older, right? Late 30s had that clip. Yeah, he's just so much more mature. How do I get to sound like that? You know, my birthday, believe it or not, is coming up on Friday. That's that's going to be my what I try to try to uh, now do with my life. I'm going to try to be much more mature. I think I joke around a little too much. My mom tells me so as well. And so (laughs) I'm going to try to live my life like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I probably will fail miserably, but I'll try it. Again, Sophia, congratulations. You won uh, bragging rights and Maryland Scratch-Off lottery tickets. Played the fun new scratch-off game, Fast Roll, with the top prize of $1,000. Reveal a number seven, and you will win the prize shown. Reveal a number 11 symbol, and you will win double the prize shown. For details, go to mdlottery.com. Please play responsibly as i said earlier elon musk larry elder all of these individuals are are sounding off now that this interview uh has gone viral with the united airlines ceo saying that they're going to hire based on race and gender and remember this is just two days ago it came out that the uh there was a United Airlines flight that had uh possible mechanical issues. It was flying from Chicago to Sarasota. Like they've been having issues time and time again. But this is what the CEO is focused on. Hiring based on, you know, gender and race. And, and they have their own issues. I wanted to take a listen to this as well because this is again, this is from Fox News. And they were talking about, this is on the Laura Ingram show, they were talking about the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, and how it's actively recruiting workers who suffer from severe intellectual disabilities 
Now, why why on earth? I mean, look, in any other industry, I would say, okay, you know, maybe, you know, you, you open it up, those with disabilities, I, I totally am right there with you. We should be considering people with disabilities uh, because a lot of them can do these jobs, and sometimes they do get looked over because of their disabilities. I'm right there with you. But when it comes to the Federal Aviation Administration, why is this their focus? I just, it bothers me. But this is, again, this was on Fox News, and uh, the gentleman's name is Horace. What is Horace's last name again? Cooper. Horace Cooper. Many of you guys probably know. He's on Fox News all the time. Take a listen. You know, in my latest book, I mention uh, this dalliance with DEI, uh, this idea that diversity is more important than a meritocracy. I titled the chapter DEI. Because this can kill. When I was a kid, we asked this question about whether or not you wanted your cardiologist to be someone who sort of was socially promoted through medical school, or did you want the excellent? We eventually started talking about pilots. Now I read that there are uh, airlines like United, there are airline building companies that are going around saying that we need more diversity rather than talent. The President of the United States has picked Mayor Pete to be in charge of airline safety. Again, choosing diversity over the importance of the real reason there's an FAA. And that's safety. That's making sure that when passengers get on the plane, they are going to actually reach their loved ones. All right. And that's Horst Cooper. And uh, he talked about how he wrote about uh, DEI, his diversity, equity, inclusion stuff in his book. Uh, again, I can't stress enough how it's nowhere near what the Civil Rights Act uh, was in 1964. And I hate the fact that people are comparing the two today, but I'm, I'm not going to go down that road. I promised my cardiologist I was going to stay calm for 2024, okay? Now, again, the FAA, now, you know, this is the same FAA that had to just land and ground a bunch of planes because Alaska Airlines flight on January 5th, uh, they had uh, a blowout where uh, the, one of the doors was blown out. Did you guys use, I know you saw this, and people were talking about how the uh, their cell phones, uh, one guy had his shirt sucked right off his body. And they said, luckily, everybody was uh, seatbelted in because you could end up in a situation where a person would have gotten sucked out. A mother, believe it or not, had to hold her son down while they were flying because she was worried that he was still going to be sucked out of there because of the way it was lifting him up. But, But here they're talking about diversity, equity and inclusion. Meanwhile, you almost had somebody sucked out of an airplane. And, you know, the FAA grounded all those flights and those planes saying, oh, you know, we got to make sure we've got extensive inspections and maintenance work. We've got to check these things out. But at the same time, we also need to make sure that we're recruiting workers who suffer from severe intellectual disabilities. Psychiatric problems was also on the list. And other mental and physical conditions under a diversity and inclusion hiring initiative. Why the heck would you play with people's lives? Why would you do that? Would you want somebody on your flight as a flight attendant or somebody with psychiatric problems? Like, really? Is that what you want? I know I don't. I get enough, enough problems in the air. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you see all the videos that go viral where somebody, like, flips out, and then all of a sudden you got flight attendants trying to restrain somebody. 
you know, and this is why, this is probably why polls are showing only 27% of Americans identify as Democrats right now because this is that progressive wing. They could talk about MAGA extremists all they want. The right has nowhere near the extremists the left has, okay? They have gone completely cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I, I cannot relate. I can't understand some of the logic. None of it makes any kind of sense whatsoever. And yet, they're the ones that are making up all the rules. They're the ones that are really uh, telling everybody how we should be doing things in this country. I got Bob and Arbutus. Bob, you wanted to weigh in? Yes, Kim. Um, I'm calling about this affirmative action. You recall the Supreme Court said affirmative action is not permitted when they uh, admit folks into the uh, universities. Yep. Well, the president... Biden, he used affirmative action when he selected the last Supreme Court justice. He said he was only going to consider black females. So then, if you think about it, this last Supreme Court justice is illegitimate. And I would think any of the uh, white female judges or male white judges or black uh, judges could file a suit based on affirmative action saying that uh, her selection was illegitimate. What, what do you think about that? Look, I look, Bob, I understand where you're coming from, and I know people can try to make the, the case for Kintaji Brown-Jackson. I will say, though, I did look at her background, and I, it did seem to me that, that she was fairly qualified. But the way that they're couching things today with this whole let's do gender, let's do race, I think that somebody could definitely make the case. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Thank you, oh, I love your red dresses. Uh, thank you, Bob. I appreciate that. Thank you, Bob. You know, look, somebody could make the case. Bob is right about that. Because remember, they said, oh, we got we got to pick a Supreme Court justice base. She's got to be a black woman. She has to be a black woman, right? It's, it's just like, this. Uh, here, here's the thing, too, that I don't know if people understand. As as black people, and I'm not going to speak for all black people, but as a black woman myself, I don't need somebody to come rescue me, right? I don't need some kind of savior, okay? I want to get somewhere based on the work that I put in. I don't need you to open this door and say, hey, Kim, I'm going to open this door because you're black and a female. No, close the door back up. Close it, close it back up. Actually, slam it in my face. And then when I come to knock on the door, if I don't have the qualifications there on my resume, if I can't bring anything to the table, then yes, close the door back on me. Because guess what? Then I need to take my little behind back to where I came from, and I need to get the qualifications that I need so that when I knock on your door again, I have what it is, and I can go ahead and answer that door. To just sit there and say, oh, all right, we're going to open this door to anybody that uh, passes, whether it's the gender, whether it's the sexuality and all these other things. That's ridiculous, right? Have some incentives for people, right? You want us to do well. You want us to have a good work ethic. I say all the time, I'm not the smartest person in the world, not even by this, any stretch of the imagination, right? Not the sharpest tool of the shit. But what makes me different, I believe, is the work ethic, the work ethic is different. I'm going to get up, I'm going to work, and I'm going to work day in and day out, okay? Am I the smartest kid? No, but I've known that for my entire life. Whereas I have an older brother who's a chemical engineer. He's smart as a whoop. He, like, whip. he went to different schools, all kinds of things, right? Math and tech, all these science programs. You know, he ended up working on drones in San Diego as he graduated from college. He went to Dartmouth. He went to Hampton. He went, he's got all these degrees. But guess what? There's a difference between myself and my older brother, 
And and my mom will be very honest with you. My dad would have told you the same thing. It's the work ethic. It's the work ethic. Yeah, he's extremely smart. Do I think he's living up to his full potential? I don't think so. He does well in life. He's extremely smart. But he won't work day in, day out. He's told me before that he won't even answer his his work phone on the weekends. (laughs) I said, what? But it's the difference between the two of us, right? He's still very successful. But I, I sometimes think, I'm like, wow, he could be extremely successful if he would put in more work. But he just won't do it. He just won't do it. And so you know your strengths. And so other people, they know their strengths. Don't open the door for me because of my, you know, and say, oh, well, this is her weakness, but it's okay because she's black. Don't do that. Don't do that. That doesn't help me at all. It doesn't help me. All right, I got another call here. Bruno in Nottingham. Bruno, you wanted to weigh in? Yes, ma'am. I want you to tell you happy birthday before Friday because we're both you uni- uh Capricorn. Oh, well, happy birthday to you. Which day is yours? January 10th. Day- oh, you just had it last yeah. week. Happy birthday. Yeah, I'm a whole 68. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was just wondering about the airlines that are they going to hire transgender people and does it end there or what would be the next move? Yeah, so they, they definitely did talk about that, Bruno. That's on their list as well. They want people from the LGBTQ community as if that is some kind of qualification for being in the air. Nah, I don't I don't I don't like the idea at all. I don't I don't want my brain surgery coming from uh you know, Walmart. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. I just and um I just I just think it's gonna be chaos and I think we're gonna see a lot more accidents. Uh, that's what I feel. Yeah, no, there's definitely going to be a lot more problems, Bruno. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. Here, here's here's another piece of this. It's like, all right, the only way I see out of this is to protest and boycott, similar to what we did with Bud Light. That's the only way I see out of this. Because this is serious, right? This isn't some beer, right? Like, look, you can just not drink some beer, whatever. This This is going to put lives on the line. And I'm very fearful of this entire situation. And I I am willing to say that to protest United Airlines after seeing this interview is probably the action that needs to be taken here. You got to protest. And look, I know some of you probably get a, uh, rewards points and all this other stuff at United. Uh, but, you know, if you could, if you could for now, just switch <laughs> switch airlines for just a bit. Because it's the only way they're going to understand that nobody's going to take this. And we don't want any other airline to go about the same practices. This is dangerous. It really is. All right, coming up next, we're going to get into uh, Fanny Willis here. It's, it's, you know, I do want you to hear this short clip, and then we're going to take, uh, we're going to talk about it on the other side of the break. Fanny Willis, uh, another, this goes right along with DEI, believe it or not. Fanny Willis, in case you forgot, she's the one in Fulton County, Georgia, that is uh, basically sticking it to President Donald J. Trump. And she was the one to make sure that he had a mugshot. And she's the one that indicted him and all this other stuff. Well, anyways, we know we found out last week that she has her own problems. And apparently the DA she's been working with by the name of Nathan Wade is allegedly also her boyfriend slash lover. And so they've been taking allegedly vacations together, and she allegedly paid him $654,000 when it comes to this case. All right, so this is Fannie Willis at church this past Sunday. 
And she was basically explaining to people that she should not be held accountable here because she's just a girl. Take a listen. All the glory I receive, it's his grace. Not a perfect me. We are at a time in history, people. Hear me on this. We are at a time in history when you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do it. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. Stumbling all the way. So this flawed, hard-headed, and imperfect child has a message for each of you today. Please find a way to do your extraordinary, God-given assignment and make this community and the world a better place for all of his people. See, it is never about who you are. It is always about the great I am and who he is. See, we are all flawed, sinners, unworthy, imperfect, damaged, but we are qualified upon his call. You can find common ground with people of all different ideologies if you simply commit yourself to being obedient and steadfast in your efforts and his work. If you commit yourself, God will turn your hard-headed self into the extraordinary for his kingdom. Thank you. All right, that's Fanny Willis. We get back. We're going to weigh in on what she just said there. She's basically saying because she's a black woman, she should not be held accountable for her flaws. And her flaws being uh, basically having criminal activity with one of her DAs that she's allegedly having a relationship with. We'll discuss coming up next. Glenn Burney Transmissions and Jim Jennings Transmissions have joined together to make sure that no matter where you are in Baltimore, you can choose the best when it comes to your transmission. Both companies have been in business for over half a century, and it's about time that the two premier transmission service companies have teamed up. Whether it's a new, used, rebuilt, or remanufactured transmission for hundreds less than the dealers, look no further than either Glenn Burney Transmissions or Jim Jennings Transmissions. You'll get the same courteous, professional, and expert service from both companies free area towing and financing available call glen burney transmissions 410-766-8500 or gbt-online.com or jim jennings transmissions 410-686-6700 or jjt-online.com glen burney transmissions and jim jennings transmissions the best team in baltimore It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That's Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Looking to sell your home? Want to get top dollar? Hi, this is Vinny Steo with Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Get multiple cash offers in minutes. Go to VinnySteo.com, type in your address, and start packing. Visit VinnySteo.com. That's VinnySteo.com. The Rob Carson Show. A plaintiff attempted to argue that they suffered emotional injury as a result of the breach of the U.S. case. <laughs> so one person watching news coverage experienced emotional injury and decides to take Donald Trump off of the ballot while watching the events unfold on television, on the radio, and in various public and filed the lawsuit to take him off the ballot for everybody because of their emotional distress. The Rob Carson Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right, out of Fulton County, Georgia, you've got D.A. Fanny Willis. She's claiming that her improper relationship accusations are based on race. And she's claiming that she and top prosecutor were targeted because they are black. She apparently, allegedly, is having a relationship with Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade has gotten paid big bucks from Fannie Willis. And, of course, they are the ones uh, that have indicted Trump in Georgia. And she goes to church over the weekend and says, well, look, you know, I'm just black and a female. And I don't know what you expect from me. Okay. (laughs) That's basically what she said. I've got Greg in Eldersburg. Greg, you wanted to weigh in? Yeah, Kim. Um, yeah, honestly, I don't know how to propose it. I, I need your input, your guidances. You know, I really, honestly, am sad uh, with the black community that they're going to let somebody like her come into the church. You know, where's the separation? You know, it's church and state type of thing. Right. But to come into church and use the Lord's name and, and all those parables and hoodwink them into believing that they need to follow from a a, a religious Christian standpoint what she's doing. Instead of, you know, the black community standing up and saying, hey, what the hell? You know, why are we listening to Al Sharpton and people like her? And, uh, you know, we're in the situation we're in. I mean, come on, Barack Obama didn't do nothing for the black people. So I, I don't know, I'm sitting here wondering, like, man, it's a sad state of affairs. Greg, it really is, and I think you said it uh, just uh, just the way that I would say it. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for calling in. Greg, you know, what's interesting also is that in this video, if you get a chance to see the clip, and it's floating around uh, social media, but where she's speaking at the church, there are people sitting behind her, right? She's in the pulpit. There are people, obviously, all black people sitting behind her. I don't know if it's the choir. It probably is where they were seated. But they, <laughs> they're sitting there, and they're not excited about anything that she is saying up there. And you could tell they were they were sitting there like, why is this woman up here spouting off all kind of nonsense? And we don't support this whatsoever. And I think, honestly, the black church, for a lot of reasons, they they believe they should open the doors to anyone and everyone. And they want everybody to be heard. 
but this is not the way to do it. It's not. It's not a thing. And uh, you know what? We'll see soon. I'm sure what's going to happen to Fanny Willis in this alleged improper relationship because it sounds like she's caught up, you know, criminally. So we'll discuss. Tomorrow we have Kate Sullivan joining us. Uh, she's got uh, another workshop coming up on Wednesday. She'll tell us about that tomorrow. And uh, I'm excited to be back. I will be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. Brian, as always, thank you for a great show. I'll talk to all of you tomorrow morning. Hi, it's Bruce Elliott. You've been hearing me talk about Rescue Supplements for years. Well, Rescue Natural Supplements has launched a free personalized health survey that prioritizes all of your health goals. Whether you've been taking Rescue products for years or don't know where to start, in just five minutes, discover tailored Rescue Supplements that fill the gaps in your nutritional needs. That means no more guessing on products at the store or ignoring the issues altogether. The best part right now... You get a whopping 50% off recommended products after completing the survey. Now, to get started, go to res-q.life. Again, that's res-q.life. Or call 800-26-ALIVE. That's 800-262-5483 to get help from a knowledgeable rescue product consultant. I took a short survey, and let me tell you, I was blown away to see my results. So don't wait. Visit res-q.life and get 50% off recommended products today. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Voting is set to begin tonight in Iowa. As former President Donald Trump eyes a resounding victory, the Iowa caucuses begin at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Appearing on the Salem Radio Network Campaign 2024.